On this week of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, there's at least a few minutes of good information about lowering full-size bikes, oil leaking out of spots, and what new things we should test. And we always want to thank Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, and Trail Tech. Now here's the show. We're live from Valley of the Dirt People, Pahrump, Nevada. We have a soundboard issue. George can't use the voice Matron. He's very upset. Logan. Yeah, you, you, you can't. His father is here, so you can't be his father. Okay. And I push every button that I know of right now. And I'm here to push your buttons, Jimmy. Right. I'm going to turn some some of these things down. We're just going to throw this over on the side because that won't work. But um, you can hear out of Logan's microphone, even though Logan is not here. Hey, this is the show where we talk about motorcycles and motorcycle-related products. Um, we come to you live every uh, Tuesday night, or you're watching this on the interwebs or something, and um, or that, what do they call it, podcasts? I don't know what they call it. What? I don't know any of that stuff. I watch it on Facebook. Because you were just a fan of, of this whole thing, and then you ended up being on the show. Oh, I don't know, I guess. Whatever Maybe. you say, Jimmy, it's true. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what's really cool tonight is we have a special guest. We're going to bring in our uh, our special guest. Hopefully all the technology works. It's a surprise, right? Well, we didn't promote him. I see a picture of, that's, is that Ricky Brabeck? Who is that? No, 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 no. That is Andrew Short. Kind of looks like our president, doesn't he? No. He's very presidential. If you say that, his wife will probably come in and kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're from <laughs> that Texas. Huh? Andrew Short, welcome to the show. Welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the only time I see this show, well, sometimes I look at it on Dirt Bike Test. This is where I view it, not on YouTube, not on Facebook like George, but in person, normally I get to see it, so it's a little different being here on this end. Right, It's but it's the same, we'll call it S show. You've got to watch us try to plug microphones in last minute. Yeah. It looks pretty professional. So what's everybody seeing? A big picture of Andrew and a little picture of us, or what? What? What's going on? I have no idea. I don't know. It's, it's on the web. That's the way it works. I don't know. Okay. Lo Logan, you're the smartest person in here. Tell us what's what's on the web. <laughs> he dropped the Husaberg <laughs> button. He just almost fell out of the chair. He's not in his spot. He's afraid to come on the show. Um, so the way this show works, if you're wondering, you're going, "What did I just learn?" You, the idea is we want you to learn a few things, and we have some sponsors. We'll talk about those later. So you ask questions and then we answer them. Sometimes you can send them in like on our YouTube comments. You can send them in through email to Jimmy at Dirt Bike Test. You can send them to Matt at Jimmy Lewis Off-Road. All these different things. And we attempt, we do our best effort to answer them by people with certain amount of expertise. Now, that doesn't include me though. Well, you're a cop. <clears throat> no, I just have... You were, I don't know. I just have input. I have no expertise. Right. You were a cop. And that means if you want to know. So last week we worked on a couple things. We worked out what, what was it? Hanging doors, plumbing and, you know, the extra stuff. But if you want to know how to get out of a ticket, like when you're a kid and you were ripping around town on your dirt bike, which we've all done. Right, Andrew? Have you done this? No, no. You never rode around town on your dirt bike on like to go riding or just to show off for the girls at school. No, the, no, the last time the I last ran time from the I cops ran from was, the cop at your place, was at your place, and I was terrified. And I was terrified. Oh, 
That's right. <laughs> yep, yep. I forgot. Well, you didn't run from. I just don't. Th I just think. No, he, no. I don't think he knew what was going on because you guys were like, you know, doing the doing some rally sections, you know, and, and out here they're they're county roads essentially, and they were kind of ripping around and and uh, he probably wanted to see what happened because Andrew crossed the road or I think you came out on the main highway and had to go a mile or two down and turned off. I went 400, I went 400 meters, 400 meters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then turned off and just blasted off in the desert. And I guess he just did it. He just did a U-turn and, uh, did you even know you knew he was there, I guess, or what, what are we trying saw? to, what are we trying to do here? Yeah. I, yeah, saw, I him. saw him, but yeah, but yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. I didn't look back. I didn't look back. Yeah. I got stopped when I was a kid. So this is in the seventies, just going, yeah, you know, from yeah. the dirt area down a cul-de-sac about 10 houses and I looked in my mirror or I looked over my shoulder and I see this car just bouncing with the lights. It, and I didn't have any idea. You know, I stopped for him and everything, but I had no idea he was trying to get up to me. But, yeah, the echoes probably coming from him. How are you listening to this, Andrew? Is it coming through your computer? Yes, that's the echo. Oh, OK. Yeah. So you want me to put yeah, if you do headphones, that that would that would help us out a bunch. I, I have to listen to myself once and that's usually enough. So, uh, or, or just turn it off and you can read lips. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody in here has to do. You oh. know, on the news, I've been hearing a lot about, uh, AI, you know what that is? Um, yes. Which Artificial is? intelligence. And I was thinking that's kind of what you represent here. <laughs> okay. I'm Artificial not. intelligence, right? That's Matt, what the show's you, about. Matt, did you hear all these jokes at lunch, by the way? Did you, did he, did he uh, prep those jokes for you at lunch? No, no, no. He, was, he was just, uh, he was just talking about how much he loves you. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And so, and so he, he, he told you that you need to teach me how to turn the money machine on. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, welcome to the show, everybody. We'd like to thank Yamaha. That's Blue Crew for all you people that are not familiar with this. Taco Moto, tacomoto.co on the webs. You can uh, check out Scott Sports for all of your goggle needs. Climb. Usually I tell you what climb gear I've been wearing, but I've been like, I've been a computer jockey the last few days because we have been releasing our basically online training for rally navigation for the Nora. So if you are lucky enough to have pre-entered for the Nora rally, or if you enter before the end of February, you're going to get... I heard the price is $1,022 worth of rally training mm -hmm. included in your entry. So, um, so I've been working on that, but climb wants you to know this is, this is good news here. If you're waiting for some climb gear, or you want to get some new climb gear, by the way, the new, um, all new Mojave line is coming out. So this is new fabrics, new colors, all kinds of stuff. And they have a new colorway in Dakar, all new colorways in XC light. If you're waiting for this stuff and I know everybody is, there's a way, if you really want this stuff, there's a way to get it. And I told you what you want to do is you want to call customer service there and tell them that you want to order stuff and put it on back order. And they, they'll fill those orders when it comes in. You'll be the first ones to get it. So um, That's just, all hot weather stuff, real vented. Mojave. The, the Mojave is super vented. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like wearing air conditioning. Um, so, so that's the, the trick there. Uh, I'd like to thank DDC. Um, Nate at DDC does really awesome sprockets and of course, trail tech. And I didn't use a trail tech GPS this week cause I didn't get lost. So that's, that's where that is. Andrew, you're back. 
Yeah, can you hear I me? I can hear you. Can, yeah, we're going to find out soon if there's an echo. Okay, if there's an echo, let us know. Um, so that's our that's our sponsor reads, other than the one that... Um, so George uh, is replacing Logan, and usually you have to... Um, what was that sneeze? Was that your end, Andra? I just heard yeah, a sneeze. Oh, wife. okay. Good. <laughs> Two rooms over. That's how massive that was. <laughs> so... Um, do you want to do the, the two-stroke or four-stroke read? What do you want? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter? You're going to do it like an announcer? Oh, like cut my ear and do yeah, a funny voice? Whatever you need to do. <clears throat> Wait a minute. You know what? You don't get to read that. Tell us about Yamaha four-stroke. No, I'm kidding. Logan's over there laughing. Well, what, He's like, what is this right here? It says announcer voiceover. That's, That's like, not what it says. It's A-N-N-C-R-V-O. Yeah. Colon. Announcer voiceover. Okay. This is this is all professional here. For like Andrew said it was professional. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The Yamaha YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with powerful four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For a look of a full factory ride, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in an exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics package. And you could take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industry only free power tuner app. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter the victory zone. I'm thinking he's almost got Supercross announcer voice. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Not bad, yeah. George. Not bad. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to compliment you on that shirt choice tonight, Andrew. I really, really appreciate that. That's that's pretty nice. Um, I have two of you them. You had to buy it too. I'll bet. Didn't you? Oh no! I, I did. You I did. did. I donated to the cause. I don't know if it was full pop, but uh, Heather, I told her I want this one and this one because they're really soft and nice. And I don't know if she charged me, but I left cash, and I got some chapsticks. Yeah. Oh, the, those are good. They're really from really the school. Good yeah. Look, I got my power tuner app right here on my phone. I'm, I got the yeah, I, got I got the, the same, power dude. tuner app. So so Andrew, you're you're Blue Crew, and I always like to you know break uh, news on the story. You're 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 so the the rumor the rumor is you're going to quads. <laughs> yeah, maybe because I'll go anywhere. Yeah, because Pablo Pablo was hearing that you were trying to take his American quad ride. I I because I, I, I'm all into all the rally rumors and stuff like this. I'm on top of the point. So you heard it here. Yeah, you heard it here first. Maybe I can be teammates with Pablo. You might want to call him. <laughs> Are you going to do something like Tom Brady? You know, everybody's going to announce you retired, but he's going to come on and you're going to come on and say, "No, I'm not going to retire." And then the next day you come on and say, "Yeah, I am going to retire," or something like that. I think that's about <laughs> yeah. what he did no. in the last couple of days. So, yeah, Andrew, Andrew is a super uh, awesome friend, had a long career in motocross and supercross. I got lucky. Um, I got lucky to meet him. I mean, it was kind of funny how, how we met. We just ended up at these different events, like riding kind of events in different places, whether it was a fun event. Yeah, fun events like Adventure Rider Rally. I interviewed him a couple of times, but he doesn't remember because I was a journalist at one point in my in my. Uh, oh, he remembers because when I met him, he told me he really didn't like you. 
He said something. Yeah, you know, I didn't, no, I didn't, this I didn't really from think the, much of Jimmy. This wasn't from those Jimmy, days. This was from was, the other days. And it wasn't that I didn't like Jimmy. It was that I was uncertain of him. Everybody, okay. everybody. Well, we, we still are. Everybody, yeah. t- everybody told him what I was really like. And they might have been it's right, but they were funny wrong. how your charm comes up quite often when people are talking to you, like on the phone the other day, right? Um, on the phone, I don't remember this. Somebody was talking about your attitude, not gelling with other. Oh people. yeah, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> they told me I had to have a better attitude. <laughs> no, a nice. No, I had to be nicer. Matt, do you know about being nicer? I'm nice yes. enough. Uh, define nice enough. Wait, is your mic on? Uh, can, can we hear Mike, Matt? Maybe I cut Matt off. Oh, how about that? You did cut me off. Oh man! So there, no, not, there we go. Matt's well, back. I was gonna say you were super nice, but uh, you're not you cut dead. Me off on the show, so now I'm not so sure. Yeah, you're not dead. I think that now, now I'm. I don't know. I really wanted to. George really wanted to get the voice of Matron going. So we're gonna we're gonna run straight into questions. Hey, Andrew, I don't know how much time you have tonight. I know it's a little bit longer. Um, you know, you're you're in a different time zone, and. I was thinking you would be a really good person to have on for Rooster Endo because you're generally really, really nice. And we need nicer people on that because I think, how was it? It was five out of six Endoed last week. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was, it was, good. it was rough. And, and I haven't got the backlash that I kind of expected from that. But have you, do you, have you, I got a question for you. Have you ever run a front disc guard? All like the not that not not uh, no, not the no not the 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 plastic ones that you know protect the disc and stuff like that. I'm talking about like a billet aluminum one that's like heavy duty and it protects the front disc. Yeah, like the bulletproof one or Topar. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of companies. Do you run that? No, I've never ran. I don't like the look of this. Oh, you don't like the look? No. I, it, I'm, it, I'm I'm I actually I actually told somebody that I could feel them when it was on the bike. Yeah. And and uh what did I get called? A princess. Princess and the P? Princess and the P. Yep. Princess and the P. Because evidently I can um I can feel something that's ridiculous like this. So like reach down there and feel it? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you could do that. Oh, I can reach the down and feel it. Everybody that has one can reach down and feel it, but the rest of that stuff you say is just artificial intelligence. That's all. Yeah, I don't know where it comes from. So anyway, so 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 you you would have to agree with me on on it it's just a it's a it's a point of reference that I just I can't not look at that discard and then I start asking myself why they put it on and and if you have a really good reason so i asked i asked did we get any photos did anybody submit any photos of a super dinged up dented front discard because you know what your rear one looks like you put them on your your rear ones on your bikes right my fronts are chewed up your front discs the front discard yeah yeah they take a lot of abuse wait you're talking about a plastic one you're talking about. Uh, well, I have a carbon one. one, so this is how I know that it has a lot of abuse from rocks, from rock oh. garden riding in the mountains. Okay, so so you have a carbon fiber like a like a like the the plastic kind of thing that that goes off the fork and covers it. Yeah, not like a, not like a shark. You don't you don't have a, sh- a front disc shark fin. No, I don't have a shark fin. Yeah, so like brush and stuff goes in and touches that thing. But have you ever looked at a rear like billet aluminum discard or any kind of a rear discard? Yeah, it looks like somebody just walked up with a sledgehammer and started pounding on it. Yeah. Don't try to qualify your hatred for these things. Let's move, dude. On. My front is the same way. 
<laughs> oh, so you beat it maybe, up. Maybe you, maybe you need one. Maybe yeah. you can change. Maybe you can change my mind about this. So, anyways, um, you smash it through <laughs> things. You tend to go around things. I think, right? Uh, Jimmy's got skills. I thought. I thought. But Andrew's fast. <laughs> I he, he's precision. He, Andrew is precision, and but he does. He does. He knows how to take the brain out and put it back here sometimes. And uh, well, I remember but, the rim he had out here, front and rear, on that one rock, wasn't it? I. I yeah, want to call just, that. I want to yeah. call that five years of desert experience that he didn't have, because oh. because like a guy with like what do you call it like Spidey sense like ESP. That, yeah. that you think that the guys that ride in the desert because we ride here all the time that we have, it, you, he like that that Spidey sense would kick in and just make you move the wheel a little bit over instead of just plowing it because it ain't a supercross hoop. You don't you no. don't try to tap them. You try to not touch it, touch them, touch them at all. Um, so, you, you, how how was Dakar? Uh, Dakar was a lot of fun. It was similar. I didn't think we went to the best areas. Typically in Saudi, if you go north, this is where they have the cool canyons and and rock formations. But the beginning of the race was really cool in terms of the terrain, and then. As we went further south, it wasn't, uh, it was just a lot of sand and nothing too crazy. But overall, this is a race that's uh, a lot of fun, a great experience, a great life experience. Um, it's hard to explain to people the distances, the feelings, uh, the emotion. And uh, for me, the race, I don't want to say it was over on day one, but I put myself in a big hole on day one uh, with a lot of other people who started it up front. And from this point on, I tried to make up time by being steady and uh, it was okay, but I uh, wasn't great. And I was just happy to make it to the finish there towards the end. And uh, this was uh, a good thing for our team coming off of last year where they had some issues. And uh, so they were really happy to get both bikes to the finish. And, and also for myself, uh, I don't know if it's the last time I'm going to go, but uh, you never want to to ride that long and not make it to the finish. So I was happy uh, to get there and to be home in one piece. Yeah. Um, and really big props to your team for getting that bike to the finish. Cause like, well, you had two in the top 10 and thinking about like, you know, the, the, the tragedies of last year is like, I mean, you, you got screwed. You just, you did, you don't even want to talk about it. But to, to put two bikes up after having every single one break, I mean, that's, that's a tribute to all the durability testing guys did. And, and you know, and, and rally is wringing the neck out of a motorcycle. And so that's uh, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, my teammate had a lot of success. He navigated really well. Um, his speed, I think, was average, but he was really smart and put himself in a great position. And as you know, Jimmy and rally, this is the name of the game. And uh, he did really good. Uh, unfortunately, he just missed the podium, but uh, it was cool for the team. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what the future is with this, but uh, for them as well, I think, you know, they really wanted to make it to the finish and uh, after all the hard work they put into it. But this race in general is wild. It's not just like the bike stuff. It's the cars and the racing atmosphere and um, everything that surrounds it. It's a, it's a special race. I think it's changed a lot obviously from talking with people like you on uh, how it's evolved and, you know, starting in Africa or the Paris to Africa and going to South America. And now in Saudi, it's like a whole different chapter and it's a, a really fast race, but it's more of a sprint now and uh, it's unique, but it's still really special. 
Dude, were the first days like chocolate cake. It looked like yeah. it looked it looked like, you know, when we always want to go well, it, we, we for training. We don't want to go to the sand dunes when they're like that, but we want to go there to ride. And when I saw that, I was pretty I was I was actually because I'm more about the race and the strategy and all this stuff. I was like, oh, this sucks. But when yeah. I saw you guys riding on it, I'm like going, dude, because I, I've been in like I've ridden across the entire Altar Desert in the sand dunes when it's like that. And chocolate, it's like you're on the moon. The cool thing about what I got to do and what you didn't is you guys kind of had to do straight lines. We were riding in these bowls and you know how much traction there is in the bowls. You can literally turn the bike like upside down and then, and then re correct and come. You can, it's, it's like, it's like skiing in, it's like skiing on a groomer run, but it's powder. Cause you, you can't powder that you can't blow it out. It's like, you can set an edge super hard. And there's a lot of bank, like a really good burn. And, so is uh, that like moisture in the sand and everything? Or it's just yeah, the they, type of sand. What they had more rain there than they had in a, in a long, long time. Yeah. It's crazy. The amount of rain they had and the conditions were epic. And the first few days, the, the way the course was set up, it wasn't just straight roads and stuff, you know, it was a lot of off piece where it was like freestyle, but also the roads, they, they moved side to side. So it had a really cool flow. It was almost motocross, um, uh, terrain in a sense and the style of it. And after the first day I was back on the results. So I started further back and there was actual ruts and jumping through the dunes and it was really cool. I, this was the most fun I had the whole time. And so, yeah, it was pretty epic, not great for navigation, but, um, I don't know. It was cool. It was, uh, you know, if it was always the same, it wouldn't be so, so unique. And this is what made it really cool at the beginning of the race. Yeah. To get, I mean, but it's, it's hard in a race when you get to have that condition. I mean, it's nice to get to have that condition, but like you sit there and you, there's the pressure. And so it's a little bit tough to enjoy. So Matt, do we have uh, do we have any good questions on the chats uh, for Andrew? Yeah. yeah, I was just I was just pulling that up right. Yeah, now. Can, you can throw it up throw it up on our screen here like that, and you know, cut Andrew off. That's fine. Well, that works. Okay, and uh, we will see what. Um, yeah. So uh, all the questions here. So Trevor wants Andrew to come race twenty four hour. Oh yeah, your your offer if you if you don't have a a, a gig. Um, Trevor Hunter at Dirt Bike Test will hook you up on the factory dirt bike test ride at the 24 hour. I know, I know you shot him down last year, but he's he's keeping he's keeping coming back. Yeah, I've done this race five times and I haven't had much <laughs> success. So I don't know if he exactly wants me. Trevor on won team. last year, right? Yeah, Trevor, yeah, Trevor, Trevor won. won last year. You could have yeah. been on the winning team. That's a he was on a like, Yamaha FX too, right? I think so. I think so too. I, That's what I, it has I on their bike test. Yeah. yeah. I, I, forget, I forget. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of hey, crazy. Hey, Andrew, while they're looking for a, a decent question, is Saudi someplace you'd ever go back to with your family just for the scenery and touring or anything? Mm. Is it on the list or? I think there's other places that are higher, but I think uh, I have a lot of respect for Saudi and I feel safe there. And I know some of the people, especially my team being French, I feel like they have a negative perception from their news. And for me as an American, I, I love it there. I feel way more safe going there than I would like say going to Mexico. And I like the culture and uh, the train in terms of riding a dirt bike. It's really fun. And especially the Northern part of the country, 
Um, and this is where, if you say, would you take your family? I, if I was going to take my family somewhere, I'd probably go skiing or somewhere here, uh, domestically and do something <laughs> like this. Um, for me, if you ask me where I want to go on a vacation, it typically revolves around a dirt bike and, uh, Saudi was really fun. It's, I would say it's better than, uh, Abu Dhabi or, um, Dubai, like this area, just because of the rock formations and they have a little more, uh, elevation changes and stuff like this. It's definitely not South America. I think South America was more enjoyable to ride a dirt bike, but it's definitely a, a more wild West feel in terms of from the hotels and transportation, um, from the time you land and all, all this, but, um, it's amazing how much Saudi's transformed. I've been there three times. And the first time I was there, the city, um, didn't have uh, near as much entertainment or, um, like the malls and infrastructure, uh, restaurants. Now it has everything and it's really nice. It's like a nicer version of Vegas in a sense. And, um, it, it's Vegas, crazy Vegas to see with, how without, without alcohol. Yeah. Vegas without alcohol <laughs> and all and, the, all uh, the, all the, all the women are all covered up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but to see like the F1 track and, um, all this infrastructure that they built so quickly and the design aspect, it's, uh, it's, it's a high end country. They're obviously spending a lot of money. They're really focused on sport, which is something that I think is great. Um, obviously the politics is not something that, um, I'm super educated on, or, you know, I know this can be, um, political, obviously our different opinions, but I, I feel safe there. I love I think it's good for the race and it offers a great platform. And without uh, this country, I don't think it would be as great for rally in terms of the sport and motorsports in general. I think they have a lot to offer and I think it's cool and we need to be appreciative of this. Yeah. When you see, when you, when I saw them go, when I saw they wanted to go back, I instantly got on Google earth. I'm like, okay, how big is Saudi and where does it go? And what do the deserts look like? And I was so stoked and it wasn't just a giant sandbox, which is Dubai, UAE. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's just a giant, it's literally a sand dune. The whole country is a sand dune. There's a couple of places where there's some rocks, but not much. But I started looking at the train and they got some mountains and all this stuff. And it did really remind me of, of Africa in a lot of ways. I, I, they, they just don't, they're, they're, they don't have to, well, they do kind of move pretty far. I mean, sometimes the support teams go pretty far, but they kind of take them someplace and they stick them there for a few days. But like, like those long days for the support teams, those would be like a normal day in in the Dakar, the old African Dakar. And uh, I know South America was was different because there was so much population and stuff. But there's something about the desert. I'm I'm glad they got to go back to this because that's what I remembered. And I think that was kind of the, sp- the spirit of it. And I mean, South America was kind of a necessity because there was a lot of political and political wars going on in North Africa. And these countries are, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's different. I saw, I saw somebody had a question for Andrew up in the thing, slide that sucker right back over. What is Andrew's most memorable rally stage in his career? Asks Kyle McCoy. Uh, I hope everything goes good. I think Kyle's coming to see you soon. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, he's coming so hopefully, down. yeah, he does. Uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a road book making donkey right now. He says, yeah. he says he's no good at it, but he's, he, he claimed the dog didn't need his homework. Cause I think there was, you know, like, Hey, we'd like to check this thing out. So yeah. Yeah. I started on the same road book that he's doing that you sent me, but, oh. uh, 
Yeah. My most memorable was the first one, uh, going, uh, from Peru to Bolivia and Argentina. There was moments where I was on my bicycle, uh, on the bike and I was mind blown. Felt like I was in a movie or something like this. I, I saw things I never expected to see going down sand hills. I felt like I was skiing down a mountain that were never ending. And if I felt like if I crashed, it would be bad. Like I was scared, you know, like I would never stop tumbling for a long time. And there were dunes that were that steep. Yeah. Like you're just riding through dunes and all of a sudden, you know, that it'll have an arrow on the, on the tulip, you know, where you go down and literally you would go down for like two, two kilometers, you know, and it was steep, you know, there was moments like this where I was almost scared and you never see something like this. this. Is this Peru or Chile? This was Peru. Peru. getting close I, to the the border yeah over there I, I, I rode i rode there once but we we were doing another rally and we didn't you know we didn't go up in the those dunes but you could see them we, they didn't yeah. look like dunes they look like mountains when you look at them because yeah. here you look at dunes and they they look different but there they just look kind of like kind of like mountains but yeah no these were mountains but it was just like a sand spit oh, going down yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah there was crazy yeah. stuff like this and it was at times I least expected it. And so this is why I'm really happy. I got to ride a, a Dakar there, a, a real one, because the second one I did in South America was just Peru. And this was completely different. Also didn't have the same feel and uh, we would go there for other races, but there was that first one um, was something I never expected. Um, and something that I'll never forget also just because of the terrain, the people, the cultures that I saw, it was uh, completely different than motocross or supercross and seemed out of this world, you know? And so this is a moment in my life that I'll never forget. Yeah. I've always said that that's the, the best thing about my motorcycle racing is it took me to a lot of places, places in the world that I wanted to go. I mean, tons of places and a, a lot of places I didn't <laughs> want to go to, <laughs> you know, so I, I've always said I've been every place in the world that I want to go. Mongolia is the only one that, that I haven't really been to. And it's because it seems a lot like this really awesome mix of deserts and, 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 and not so much mountains, but golf courses. It's like the whole, the, the whole train is like a giant golf course. I remember uh, Heinz Kindergartner telling me, he goes, Jimmy, it's like a golf course all grass, no stones. And I'm like, I want to go there. And I saw this down in South America. I saw it in Chile on so Southern Chile. There was an area where we had the big fire and they did this. And we went and we made a giant grass track in this field and we were, we were, we were doing it like kind of, we didn't think there was anybody around. Our guides just said, you can ride anywhere you want. And we went out and made this huge grass track because it was a gas station somehow close by. And that was the biggest thing is getting to gas. We were riding around and all of a sudden these people come over the hill and I was, I was sitting there, you know, riding around. I could sell people were coming. There's more people, more people. Finally, like the older, the, like the elder from the town kind of came over and started talking. Our tour guides kind of like, no, 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 like that. And I go, oh, we're in trouble. We just wrecked the, the hills. And they were mad because we were doing it there. They wanted us to come over and do it in their village. Like they wanted us to do it in the in the right in front of the houses, like literally like an expedition, like through the houses. Don't do yeah. it here. Come and do it here. And it, it's just, there, there isn't the bad perception of motorcycles. And, and so we ended up riding around there and they, they, they gave us some cool food and we got gas there and all this stuff. And I remember them, them saying, we're like, yeah, you don't, you don't care about this. Like, no, it's so good when you ride there because it makes the grass grow better next time. I think what's cool about Mongolia is they do that horseback thing with a goat's head or something. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some kind of game you, they do with you, some did, goats. Did you get to race Mongolia? Yeah, I've raced in Mongolia. Yeah. There's more animals than people. Um, so <laughs> wildlife is definitely a, a danger when you're on a motorcycle going fast. But yeah, it's a really cool place. I've done this uh, with the Silkway Rally. It went from Russia to Mongolia, ended in China in the Gobi Desert. And this was a really cool race also. And now, you know, you look, you look at the news now with the whole Russian-Ukraine thing. Oh. And it's pretty cool that I was just in Russia, you know, not that long ago. And it's probably a place I'll never, ever get to go to again. And I've got to see a lot of this country as well. Um, talk about rocks. There's a lot of rocks and forests and in, in, in Russia. But uh, Mongolia was cool and the people and the culture and, and see the riding was was nice. It was kind of, uh, like Southern Colorado in a sense without the rocks, like what you're saying, you know, with the mountains and elevation and the the pine trees and stuff like this, but, uh, and a lot of water and rivers and stuff, but it's a cool place. Yeah. River crossings. And I, I didn't grow up doing this. <laughs> so yeah. I always, I always hated it. Doing my, my bike, the engine would be underwater. Luckily the air filter was up on top of the gas tank. And I was like, if I tip this thing over, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> so I usually, I'd like wait for someone else to come and go through first. That was my thing. So, uh, what's next? You got any races coming up or anything you're doing local stuff or. Nope. I work, have no work in the farm. Yeah, tomorrow I need to wash as many bikes as possible because we have a freeze coming to Texas, which rarely happens. But uh, it seems like this is the month that it typically has been happening. So if I can get all those things clean, then I have a lot of bike work in the shop that I've been putting off. Oh, nice. And how's the, how's the kid doing? Is he like pumping the clutch, slipping the clutch a lot, like it, wheelies? Yeah, it's been too cold <laughs> for him to ride. So, And I'm not too motivated to go ride. Yeah. after Dakar. So it's been uh, a strange time. It's been almost two weeks, two and a half weeks since I've ridden, which is not normal for me. I'm, I, I've, I'm going on one of my longest, like not really going, actually really riding things just cause I've been so focused on getting all this stuff done, but it's, it's, it could, I don't even remember, but it's been at least four days. So uh, I, I feel your pain. Uh, actually, yeah. I I used to remember coming back from Dakar, and this is how this is how screwed up I am with the the riding stuff. Is I just didn't want to ride a rally bike. I wanted to go to the motocross track, or I wanted to go out to the just desert and ride a small bike, or or go on an adventure bike ride. And and uh, back then they didn't call them adventure bikes. By the way, there was no such thing. Just called them pigs. Yeah, they were just it was just you were stupid to ride uh, the street bike in the dirt. But I would just want to go do something different. And but I I learned that when you come back, that you can't go riding or you shouldn't go riding because you you don't realize how beat up your stinking body is, like yeah. all your joints and and you, you just you because you, you feel so good. Like the first day off the bike, you don't feel that good, and the second day. You feel a little bit better. The third day, you feel great, but you're not great. You're, you're you need some rehab. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I understand that uh, that technique <laughs> to keep it yeah. keep it all together. And you're sleep deprived. This is the biggest thing. I feel like just to get sleep. caught up on sleep takes a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you sleep. Do, hey, what do you what do you sleep in there? You sleep in a motorhome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I don't want to give yeah. it to you. I know. You want to hear about my hear about my tent? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> underneath the window. It was made airplane. out of buffalo skins. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even nylon or anything. It was a different race back then. I'll give it to Jimmy. Kyle wants to. He wants to know: Will Andrew become a race director somewhere? No. 
No. Wait, breaking news. Hold on. I just I just got a text. I got a text. Yeah. Uh, it's the 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 next the next thing I heard is like is like Andrew's Andrew is going to come out here and he's going to he's going to him and Jimmy are going to team up on doing adventure riding tours and he's going to be the director of that. There you uh, go. Breaking news. Breaking That's news. Not happening. This is the worst part. Like you, can, you say, you can, like I have no can, job. You can keep so now Johnny everyone's out. trying to like volunteer me for jobs. Find you work. Yeah. Yeah. Like hey, yeah. I got something for you. Hey. Yeah. But welcome to my can, life. I'm not looking for work either. <laughs> Good job. George man. didn't do George didn't do anything for me today. He he pulled the tires. He parked his he parked his motorhome trailer thingamajigger giant fifth wheel here, and he parked yeah. it, put it up on jacks, and took all the wheels off. So somebody it's, can't yeah. steal it. No, he's like moving in, and it, and Good he, job. Didn't, he did he didn't wash any bikes. He calls he me. He says, "Hey, you gonna you prepping the flat track out there? Yeah, you know." And I said, "What's in it for me? I'm not riding today." He, he didn't prep <laughs> the flat track. He, he didn't. He like like there's no bikes got washed. He didn't. Have with any no mechanical assistance no tire changing i mean well you're I, in here i came in here and you're there hammering away at the computer screen i'm not gonna you know so i went i went my, took a nap i'm i'm trying to be the most efficient that i can possibly be uh yeah you can you can you can like that johnny campbell guy we can just push him aside on the tour business like you can slide right in no nope. because on on come out here February, for the schools and wash the rental bikes after class andrew that'd be a good job for you well yeah. no they have to you have to start by crushing cans and set, sorting yeah, out the sorting plastic the from the aluminum that's where you start doesn't matter who you are it, the yeah February, send all Fe your aluminum and cans to jimmy Lewis. johnny has it johnny has a two hey, this is what you can do johnny has a two-day ride going on Valentine's Day. And I know your wife needs to get away. She's been working her ass off. So yep. maybe you guys can come out. I'll put you on some Yamahas. I think I got, do I have two Yamaha? Yeah, TTR 250s. Yeah. Except for the one that Logan left the battery, the key on. So I got some bikes. You can go Blue Crew and uh, and go on a tour for Valentine's Day. That would be the best thing ever. That's perfect. <laughs> your, your kids can flat track here. I'll watch them. I'll yeah, he's all about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, hey Andrew, thanks for uh, coming on. Do you, do you want to stick? Do you want to? You want to do uh, rooster endo? Rooster. We, this is Ricky's favorite part. He like lives for rooster endo. Has he submitted I, anything? Not for a while. He, he not. Yeah, he's. he's he was busy. all ants on it last time I was like at Glamis. We were doing the show, and he was all amped on. Rooster Endo, he was gonna. He was like telling me he was gonna send in all those. Bikes he was gonna. Send, did he send his rally bike in? Did we ever do the rally bike? Yeah, we, it, it's on the old. Uh, it's but it was a picture. It wasn't the video. It wasn't the video. He no. did a video with his XR650, and then he used it. Logan, uh, Ricky used his XR650 to to sell it. He put it on there, and 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 it was Ricky Brabex, and like he sold it in a day. So I know Logan's trying to. Uh, get rid of his uh one of his bikes right now he's he's he, i heard he's going four stroke is that is that the is that the word on the street like yeah it. he rode one of my bikes and all of a sudden now he's all into the <laughs> the four strokes and stuff so um yeah yeah uh, are we are, would we be ready to do rooster endo or is this too yeah, much you just bring the board down and we can bring do the board down do you want to stick around for rooster endo sure because yeah. you can you can see you can see him if i hold him up to the camera right yeah no you'll see him on the screen like everybody else right no i, I can i can also send them to him well, you don't have to send it. This, that sounds like too much technical difficulty. Okay. Yeah. Are these in a certain order? Um, no. Okay. No, let, let's pull the board down. I'll pull the board down. You you actually you get yourself situated, and I'll handle this part. Actually, where's Logan? <laughs> yeah, no, I just told Logan to. Yeah, what are you doing over there? You could do this. I don't have to get up. He's the backup producer. <laughs> 
Yeah, make him hold that board that he didn't build the things to hold it. Or no, did he? he did. No, oh. we got a new board, George. Oh, nice. Jordan did a good job. Nice. It's hardwood, huh? Well, what's going to happen, I promise you, he's going to drop that thing on my head. And I'm going to get knocked out. And then the show's going to be so much better when I'm, <laughs> I'm knocked out. <laughs> so this is the Rooster Ender Board. If you wonder what we're doing, if you're new to the show, this is uh, a Rooster Ender Board. And so there's the, the roosting side that's way up there. If you notice way up on the top, there's a um, the best, quite possibly the best bike ever made. Uh, and then down on the end here is, a, it's, I think you still own the lowest spot. Well, that's fine. I like to, you know, ex yeah. exceed all. So just like, just like here, I'm sitting on the, I should be on that side because I'm roosting with my Husaberg 570. My ATC, right? Well, yeah. And then, and then over here is, yeah, your ATC, what, 110, 185? 250. 250 or three, 300, I think. It's oh, a it's big a, one. Oh. It's the Rancher, Jimmy. The Rancher, yeah. Dual range transmission. You neglected or would be up here. You know what's going on right now? Do you know what is going on? Yeah, like literally Ultra right three. Ultra three. You're missing it. So last year, um, no, it's it's been going on a long time. There's the World Ultra Three Championships. Everybody's everybody familiar with King of the Hammers and Ultra Four racing. Well, there's these complete knuckleheads that, that did their own thing called Ultra Three. So you take an ATC seventy, you drop the biggest ass motor you can do inside of it, and then and then they have match races, grudge races, and the bikes you just grab whichever one you want. Some of them are running on nitro, and they're crazy. Some of them are stock. And, you, you know, you just pick what you need. Some of them shift with a They have a hand shifter so you can stay so you can hang off to the side like your MotoGP in because it's a it's a bowl of death. It's kind of like an oval with big berms and it's not safe at all. In fact, I I hit my head pretty good last year. I tested a climb helmet inside of there. Well, it's 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 like, you know, a nationally sanctioned event, right? Ultra three. Yeah. The World Ultra championship. Three. I'm yeah. looking because I think I have video if I. Airdrop you video. Can you put up a clip maybe, Matt? I'll work on that while we're doing Roostrando. You have to email it to me. Yeah. So anyways, that's uh, that's that's where I could have been. I was going to be the trophy guy this year because I, I decided I shouldn't compete because I, I get do you Andrew, I got a question for you as a, let's see, I was going to say, unlike me, who's a washed up ex racer, you're still a current racer. Do you, <laughs> if you just go out and do something that, that you used to be really good at, and and but or anything, and you start competing. Do you do you have a hard time turning off that you want to win gene? I call it the the race gene you guys have, which I have no bit of that whatsoever. Yeah, mm, I go through phases, but I'm really good at turning it off if I go trail riding. Like if I go to the mountains and I'm on vacation, I'm not competitive whatsoever. But yeah, right. if I go to a track or yeah, if I go. To attract, I'm gonna like try to do lap times or something like this to get better. Yeah, you. So you go to you go to the motocross track, and there's someone there that's like, that's kind of your speed, maybe a little bit faster. You're you're gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna yeah. figure out what they're doing, and you're gonna run with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I. But that's I, what I, you I do know. when you go to the motocross track, right? Well, so imagine getting on this oval with these guys on three wheelers that actually take it serious and practice. And then, no. but you know, you know, you're a better, you feel, okay. You feel like you're a better motor vehicle operator. Cause we're just going to go with this. Cause these guys come from all different things. There's some motorcycle guys there and there's some, uh, you know, car drivers and truck drivers and all different 
a lot of action sports guys, just different things. They're re- they're all really good at what they do, and you end up in the the bowl of death with these guys. Well, I can tell you what, they're all drunks. They're for uh, sure, they're all drunks in this in this event. No, not everybody. Well, I, I would okay. say a majority of people. I get, mean, why else would you get on a three wheeler? Did you get that? Yeah, there's a lot of three wheelers out there. So, uh, what was our next? Rooster Endo. We're going to do Rooster Endo. So I, I was I started describing it. So we we basically we we look at your bike. We all talk about it really quickly. Hopefully, by doing this, we're not trying to slam you or insult your bike. We're going to try to learn something from this, like that Jimmy doesn't like discards. I'm not telling you that a discard is not necessary if you like to ram your front end into rocks and squeeze it between narrow rocks and crush your front disc and smash your part of your motorcycle that you shouldn't smash into things. I mean, if if you're that, then you need a discard. But there was a couple. That's me, though, when I go riding with Jimmy Lewis because he puts me in somewhere that maybe is above my ability or he gets lost or. (laughs) <laughs> something like that right oh we end up we end up doing extreme enduro on accident yeah there you go you, sh- you need a front discard so you can make it back no you just keep your front end out of trouble you just that's they, they just just put it where it's supposed to be not where it's not supposed to be and, no and no and just explain to my wife that I, she's not the only one that the rides end up being extreme enduros on that that would help yeah. that would help we'll see the bike Okay, see the first got. bike. Yeah. Okay, so you you hold it to me. It's uh, can you say it? the name? What's it the is name? Dave Blacks. Dave Black. Who's on this all the time? Right? Oh, Dave Black. He's a yeah. Listener. I, I, How many bikes is he here Dave tonight? Have? Huh? I I don't know. I I one of his bikes is in my garage right now. It's a rally bike. Is that so a two fifty or three hundred? Well, I don't know. George is supposed to tell us what it is. It's a twenty twenty one KTM three hundred XC TPI. He has XC gear Mako three sixty, which I guess that's the steering. That's the handlebar plant that has the vibration dampening in it. Yep. Circa yeah, Pro they're really band. popular. Cycra. 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 Pro Bend handguards with a slash. I don't know what the slash means. Tubeless. Speed increased by twisting the throttle. You like that? No, that sounds like a book right out of my book. Suspension. I have to take a good close look Suspension at this. Suspension is tuned with the clickers and shock pump. See, people are catching on to your stick here on these. This, this bike, bike this bike is going down Wind Boulevard right now, right? Right, Matt? Yeah, Matt actually told me, Matt actually told me um today, he goes, he goes, we're gonna have a really good rooster endo. You're gonna have a tough time with this okay. one. Handling improved through Jimmy Lewis riding school. Oh, that's buttering it up so <laughs> yeah, far. Yeah. Now, now, now you now you're gonna learn something about me. That just like this bike started going. Be <laughs> now, that's what the shirt says, right? On the back. I forget oh, what it the says. Best, no. The best modification for your bike is a better rider. Yeah, I've there you always go. I've always said this. I don't matter how clapped out your bike is, if you're a better rider, your bike's gonna get better. I, I like this. I like I like his attitude. I like his style. I like the sayings. I like the plugs. I like everything about it. I don't know. I what think about TPI roosts? versus the carbureted? Yeah, for sure. It's a roost. That one's not bad. Dude, I am so into TPI right now for the kind of riding I do. And mm-hmm. it's funny because you you know who I you know how I want to I, I need to call Casey Lytle because I know they're I know that they're way down the road in this stuff. And I want to find out if they if he would tell me if they have anything different that's because my I, brother-in-law I, works for Casey now. Oh yeah. I yeah. know another guy now. Yeah. I, gotta, I don't ask him about do, this stuff. I, every once in a while I do, I pry in there and like a go journalist mode. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. know. He's you know that's a that's a roost. He's just after yeah. you though. That guy's balling. He's playing. Yeah. yeah, he's playing to his audience here. We'll just stick. Isn't this what out. George has? So where do you want? George has Doesn't, one of those too. A nineteen. Yeah, well, he has well, like the six days. I, it's not the six days. That's Jim. No, uh, here? I have, is that oh, low enough? Here's the pins. Yeah, that's that's good. Just plug the pin in there and use. You, you always have so many new bikes, that. George. I not me. No, I don't. I don't have a lot of bikes. It's Jim. Yeah, I don't need. Jim goes in for an air filter, spots a bike by the door, and goes back and talks to his wife, and then comes back and buys it. He goes in for an air filter and gets a brand new bike. That's, yeah, that's Dave, that's that's a that's that's definitely a roost. We we appreciate it. So yeah. pull it, pull yeah, the that's, sticker off. That's Pedro Linchero. Give, give me the picture. I don't know well, what I'm it is. Looking at it, you just don't be this. so grabby. Well, imagine the poor people that are listening to this as a podcast now, George. Eighteen fe two fifty. They're relying heavily, heavily, heavily on your description. That's the. It's an eighteen fe two fifty. The white KTM. Right. Two hundred and seventy hours. So he's riding it a little. Oh, dude, yeah, that's Jimmy style. Seat concept seats. Why? Because it's all stock. Those are good. Raptor. No, 270 hours. Oh, Ra- yeah. Raptor titanium foot pegs. How much are titanium foot pegs? Dude, those I don't are know, good. but they're, they're good. How many? Yeah. $320 for foot pegs. Yeah. Hey, they're good. They're, I've, I've tested them before and they have good, they're, they're, it's a really good foot peg if you want to show off it. There's other foot pegs that you could get that would weigh more, but perform exactly the same. And now can you feel weight in the foot pegs I when you ride, Jimmy? I, I literally cannot. <laughs> no, I, 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 I tell you, but this is a, this is a, this is a nice, this is a nice chariot. It's up on the screen. Yeah. There, yeah. FMF 4.1 exhaust OEM plastics wait, for the wait. photo. Bzz, hold on. Yeah. The photo, does uh, not the photo does not have it. The photo has a picture of a nice dent in the header. Everybody check. I mean, that he's riding out. it. Well, yeah. I know he's well. It's tuning. I thought that's not a tuning dent. That looks like he. I, I'm going to say, like he slid into the fence post at the edge of the, at the edge of the you know heading out to the track or something. I'm not sure. Is that the stock exhaust can on? That's the stock exhaust can. So he, but he's okay. upgraded it since then. Hey, well, does your it, picture should represent what you currently have. I don't know that that might be taken a cause and drop hey, some points. You, that guy's still roosting. He's doing good. Oh, he's doing good. Well, here's the thing: is like if if we go by your rule right there. Well, no, I guess your rule says because if you want to cheat, you just take you just steal a picture off the internet, right? And look at it and and, and list all the stuff. List you all like. the stuff you think you like, but you've really got a b- brand new stock bike at home, and you just took a picture of somebody else's bike and sent it into us. And then you're trying to get this hundred dollar Takamoto certificate. Yeah, it could happen. We, we need might more need more back checking. We know in the past. To, in the past, people, I've had a husky and I've purchased all the same items that this guy has well, on his bike. Whoa, a, you short you actually program? bought them? I didn't think you guys yeah. paid for motorcycle parts. Oh, dude, you? I spend so much money on parts, it's crazy. Do you? Andrew yeah. Andrew I like dirt bikes. He, Andrew taught me a lot about this because it's like, it, yeah, if he would go ask and throw his name around there, anybody would send him anything. And, and cause I used to be in the media, I just expected this all the time. And, and it's just, so it's changed. The dynamic dynamic has changed a little bit where now some of these companies are like, oh, are you going to post it on Instagram? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And before, if they sent it to me, they knew it would pretty much end up in a magazine or something like this. And now I realize how much work it is. To, to do that, but I used to get a paycheck from it somehow. Now you don't, but it's just easier to pay for this stuff. It well, really, we talked about that last night, small businesses and everything. You know, you don't want to go 
begging to save a couple bucks from some guy that's making his living off of that, you know? No. Yeah. And, 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 and I know, I know what works. I know what I need. I, I, I am and, looking for a Baja designs hookup. If anybody's got one, cause I need some lights for my new truck. <laughs> I, I was, I was supposed to work on, I was supposed to work on this today, but Matt, like, I heard you like start trying to see if Matt had some special inside line there. Yeah, because you don't know. Okay, what, this one's a roost. What, what's the yeah, next wait, one? Wait, we're not done. We don't no, have OEM good. plastics for the photo. Possibly okay, needs yeah. an engine rebuild. So no, it doesn't. Possibly second depends wheel, where he's riding. Yeah, second wheel with MX12 for getting wet and sandy. So I guess he's got a rear wheel that he just swaps. Yep. Climb pants at the moto truck. <laughs> oh, like a that's, boss. That's. <laughs> That's Jimmy Lewis style. Also, hey, hey, do you know how much crap I get when I go? Your your buddy Don, your buddy Don, just just like I probably do it more to piss him off than any other reason. Because I have I have other gear for for doing photo shoots and stuff like that. But when we go, you know, we go. I make sure my photo model guy, whoever's doing that, is wearing the proper motocross gear. I just suit up in the climb stuff. I wear the XC light because it's su- it's good gear. It's super light, but it's like it says climb, so it's not for the tr- it's like not for the track. And Don like just glares at me. He can't stand it. And like we've always had this kind of fun That's awesome. banter relationship and stuff like that. And and sometimes when I when I kind of catch him, because he, he can't help it. It's 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 just something that's wired in him. It's so not cool. It's kind of like hand guards, but the best thing, it's like a fanny pack. You know, he yeah. can cannot handle like like a drink system. Like there's guys that were, you know, like the GN, the, uh, the, the Grand Prix guys, the big six guys will go to the track and they'll, they're, they haul ass. These guys qualify, some of them qualify for nationals and they're, they're yeah. going to, they're going to pound out an hour long moto. Well, you know, you did works. They're hauling ass yeah, around the track by and, these guys. And he get pissed off because they're wearing like a, like a, 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 a back canteen or something like that so i see him looking at me and i'm like don i'm busting out the fanny pack next moto i'm gonna ride right in front of you the whole time <laughs> so anyways okay so he was like he did not say tugger straps he's got tugger straps on the forks yeah he, these he, are good for the white to- spike but he totally misrepresented this bike on the description the, in the, the photo the, i think the, it's just a stock photo he's put up yeah, where I do, do you want it? hey i do like the fact that he his garage has some he, he took some time to take a picture and Look at the ground underneath the underneath the bike. It's like this serrated concrete kind of stuff. Oh, those are like paver stones with maybe know. some vegetation in the middle. Yeah, of I don't it know or what something. he's got going on. Where's this guy from? Do we know? Uh, I have no idea. Like judging by the 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 what's the kind of the it looks like the Union Jack ish flag. This could be a Brit guy. I don't know. No, it's just a garage door. Just a garage it's door. Weird. It's pretty nice. He he took some effort in the photo, but um, George says you roost. What does Andrew say? Yeah. I say it's a roost. Yeah, George says endo, I mean. Yeah, I I was yeah. I'd say you got to endo that middle. thing? I'd say not middle. endo it, but it's it's yeah, it's not endo. blowing my skirt. It's in the up. middle. I I'm so torn. I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go Switzerland on this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, middle's good. It, middle's good. Okay. Trey Thompson. Trey Thompson. Trey Thompson's got a twenty two five hundred EXCF. Oh, this guy's begging for the taco moto. I can, I, I'm looking at the photo right now. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, Matt Stone. I'm looking at the photo right now, holding it up. Pretty plain Jane. This guy is begging for that taco moto stuff because that bike, that bike is probably begging for it too. Needs all that stuff. Molecule yeah. Mospo skid plate. 
Yeah, it's not, called a molecule skid plate. I'm not super okay. familiar with these. A Cherby Handguards Scots with a sub mount. That's good. 1050 premium coconut oil. Coconut. Is that his sunscreen or what is that? Is that for tanning? I don't know. Hmm. Goofy stock license plate holder. So that's Trey Thompson. Got kind of a plain Jane there. Hey, Matt, can Fish you zoom, zoom, in, zoom in on that photo? Because we need to do a, a quick analyzation on the front disc to make sure there's not a front disc guard on it. This is the pivotal moment at this. Uh, it's really hard to tell. Hard to tell. You That's can't really see. He's kind of got it shadowed out. I see the technique here. Can we see if the um, if the, the, the muffler has the screen still in it, like at the end of the tip? Uh, I believe it does not it looks like it's punched out it looks like it's pun been punched out clearly he's fishing for some taco moto upgrades Dude, put but, it in the but, but you know Andrew, what Andrew, Andrew, a, what do you th what do you it's think it's a brand new bike I know exactly what yeah i mean that thing's nice and taco moto could hook that thing up oh he's in the chat he just said no front guard no <laughs> trace hold it down i like the fact that he's in the chat that's just yep. you're going straight to roost what do you say andrew Yep, I agree. Andrew's going to... Yeah, good. Is it above Dave's bike? Uh, it, it doesn't matter right now. It's just okay. Roost or Endo. We don't have Roost 0. 0.5 or Roost 1.0. There's just, just Roost, Endo, just 570, Roost and, and Endo. Okay, yeah. we've got a little vintage stuff coming up here, sort of. Uh, J Troop Wombat. I'm... Think that's an alias? Uh, well, I, I, it's, oh, you course, get that one. I get that part. Okay, he says it's his eight-year-old son's 1980 Honda XL80. Oh, wait, X. Oh, it is the XL. I see by the gas tank graphic. I don't know how much Taco Moto stuff makes for this bike, but it, maybe he's got some tail light delete. Tail light, <laughs> so he doesn't break it over six jumps. So we are looking at. We are looking. I, I instantly look at this thing and I said. That was my first bike. My first bike was this XR. Uh, mine was an XR80, but this is the XL version with the taillight delete. I get this. He's trying to make it cooler with the taillight delete. Do you want to share with Andrew? Leaky fork seals. Oh, he can't. He can't see. He can't see um, oh, he can't see that. Can he? He's got leaky fork seals. Right. Stock uh, fresh tubes and tires. Rotella fifteen forty in the crankcase. Where? So he he's he's oftentimes he's in the chat. I've seen him come up in the chat before. Where did you get the 16-inch front tire? That 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 front tire is a relic, and and it, you should probably if you have a new one, you should take it off and sell it because I guarantee you the guys that are fixing these things up right now, they're probably hunting for those tires unless you can get them. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe there's some something, but yeah. Anyway, he's putting expensive Rotella. Rota the well, that's not expensive, I guess. <laughs> Boat upholstery homemade seat cover. Okay, I was going to ask about that. It looks yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it looks sharp. Bent clutch, broken brake lever. Uh, fix that. Both his older brothers learned to clutch on this bike. Now it's his turn. Smiles per hour are unmeasurable. This is correct. Yeah. That's I, a good bike for a so, kid. So I, I have some questions. I think everybody probably does. But my question is... The dude in the back that's that's rolling the other bike mm -hmm. is that one of the older brothers? It's a, you know showing off. He's about ready to show him the fast way around the track, or what? He's got we, no helmet. You can't promote that kind of recklessness, you know, in a family show such as this. Right? Yeah, I like the I like the fact that he's helmeted up. I I'm not really sure where he's going, but uh, that's a that's a cool bike. You know how stoked that kid is. That's the that's the best thing is that kid is super super stoked. So Jay Wombat 
combat, whatever. Yeah, J Troop Wombat. J Troop Wombat. Both yeah. feet on the ground, though. You don't like that. No, no. I don't like that, but it um, there's a little bit of rust on the muffler, too. I'm a little worried about the the extra rust on the muffler. I need to get that thing out a little bit more. But it looks like a pretty sweet grass track they're riding around there. That, that's where I'm at. Like, yeah. Track is it looks, nice. looks, grass track looks really nice. Hey, anytime a kid that's is a, a good submission, any, I got to start sending stickers to bikes like that. Anytime, anytime, yeah, a, anytime. A, but, so, you know, they should get something, they should get something for their effort just for, you know, taking the yeah. time. You got all the time in the world now that you're retired. You can fill out those yeah. envelopes. I'll get you and, some stickers, Jim. Yeah. Get Jay Wombat. Where are we going with this? this uh, is, it's a this roost. It's on the roost side. It's definitely on the roost side. But Any, it matches my three-wheeler. Do you want to put it down my, no, my three-wheeler? Nope, nope, not even close. Up here somewhere. <laughs> we're just poking it in, huh? Yeah, it's it's roost. Anytime a kid's on a dirt bike, that's good times, roosting. This is this our last one? Yep, Jordan Ray. So I'm familiar with this line. Jordan Ray's got what he claims to be a 74 DT 175. No. However, I beg to differ because oh, yeah. RT. Preston Petty front fender? RTs were the ones with the lights, the the enduro bikes. DTs were the dirt bikes without lights yeah. and turn signals and you know, oh. and gauges. Because so I had, I still have a 1970 360 RT1. Okay, so he he cut off his. Also, let me just tell you because I didn't look at the note, but he cut his senior Lopez jacket apart and made it into a seat cover. <laughs> Is that is that I'm, in there? I'm not there yet. <laughs> 500 hours on the top end, oh, Mexican blanket seat. So he got a Serape thing. Yeah, yeah. So Tijuana he, for five yeah, bucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's what a senior that's, that's, that's what a senior Lopez is. Okay. They sew that blanket up and they make it into a that's jacket. Good. Not so great in the rain. Like your favorite stoner still wears that today. Yeah. yeah. If if you're Probably if you're smart, what you do is you don't cut the thing so you can wear it when you get to where you're going. You just got to unpeel it, <laughs> throw it over your head and, and party, man. Victor probably helped us out with this line yeah. of thinking. I know he, he's he's embedded down there. It's got a rack for beer runs, so I'm liking that. Uh-huh. Knock off hippo hands for winter commuting. I like it. I like that he knocked them off. That's yep. good. And then, so the hippo, the hippo hands are basically, it's a big wraparound cover that, you know, keeps the wind from hitting your hands in the uh, cold weather. Original Yokohama trail tires. I don't think Yokohamas were the original tires in the, in those days. I were think they, they were like Ching shins or something. They like were that? Uh, like, were like Dunlops or something. They were almost like, it looked like a trials tire. Yeah. You know, they weren't really aggressive, just kind of a, like a, uh, Kenda, equilibrium type right. of tread, just little blocks. But anyway, only street legal two-stroke in town, which gets me back to it's an RT, and it wheelies good. <laughs> I'll bet you could wheelie that thing. So aside from the, the DTRT distinction, which I'm pretty confident I'm correct on that, um, I think that's a... I, I like that's a good submission. I, I like good these clean bike. I like these nuggets of knowledge that you're able to drop, George, because... That's all like, I have. Had Logan read this off we would not even bring this up because this i don't know this the dtrt thing and uh so um I know that the seat cover is in the studio seat covers in what studio oh, oh bob's bob. wearing one let's turn the camera around and introduce everybody to bob <laughs> oh man i can't believe it bob's wearing the seat that cover seat off cover. This. Exactly it. it's almost exactly it that's incredible <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> Yeah, I like. I like. Hey, what do we say about stoners, Bob? <laughs> it's only only worn by stoners. 
And he's like, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to get drug tested anymore. You don't have to get drug tested anymore. It's legal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, back a little about the what do you what do you have in that center pouch? <laughs> I wonder I wonder if this seat I wonder if this seat has the pouch still in it. So the way he sewed it, so, so he that, hide his so that, stash in yeah, there. Yeah, you just slide the stash in there. I mean, you know this. You were mm-hmm. you were arresting these guys like cordwood back yeah. in your days, right? Well, <laughs> been a few. Uh um, and then the rules on this. So depending on where you land on the board isn't necessarily who's gonna win. No, I think I think we've had more endos win than roosts, actually. Yeah, because I felt bad afterwards, and I thought I should give them a little thing. Sort of a welfare system here. You you give to who needs it or whatever the most, not best basically the winner. No, it's who makes me happy. Okay, uh, why are you putting that way down there? Because he named it wrong. No, I don't, that's he a, that's almost, more than that. That's almost as bad as putting a discard on it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're gonna go with me, Andrew. It's Blue Crew. Uh, yeah, I don't think it goes that far. Oh, well, it's, board, it's one but... side or the other. It's... Okay, well, yeah. Andrew That's should fair. ride this vintage class in the Dakar. Hey, <laughs> my father-in-law had a DT-175. In the He had a bunch of vintage bikes. He got rid of it. If, it was a hard sell. I remember the guy came over, but yeah. That would walk in in the uh, peanut gallery. Yeah. yeah. I, I, hey, I, I like this bike, but you got to name them right because then you make... You see, here's the thing. If George wasn't here to correct us right now, we would have been talking all all DT about this. And I'd, I'd say, oh yeah, this bike's awesome. And put it over there. And then, and then what would have happened? And I kid you not, if somebody will email me and go jimmy you don't even know your motorcycles and then i I would look like normal so thanks george you're welcome that's about all this this guy this guy tried to stunt stunt me on that so roberto has a question in the has his hand up both the yamaha and the honda that you just had on there are bikes that they didn't throw money at and there's a lot of creativity in both of them True. Right. Yeah. So they don't. So, so, so we, that instantly disqualifies them from winning the, the hundred dollar Takamoto certificate because they're, they're crafty and they don't need it. They're good. Yeah. So, so we, yeah, you want to give it to a guy that's just got a, you know, stacks a hundred dollar bills to throw at his bike from everything he gathers on the internet. Huh? Cause, <laughs> Cause I think I, you know, I don't, don't knock me for giving away a secret, but I think the, the, the best thing is, do you think you could go to the Takamoto site and, and spend only a hundred dollars? Yeah, in for a hundred, in for a hey, thousand. Hey, it's it, it's a hundred less than you're going to spend already. Let's put it that way. So I think we're I, the two that really strike me is that one, the one stock KTM, and then the Husky. Those are the two that I'm that I'm. So there was the five hundred. It was the FE two fifty. Can you pull both those pictures up and then and then let let the the fans that are there looking at right where that guy's at. That's a cool trail. Okay, the, hmm. the the KTM is actually allegedly on a cool trail, and and somebody Almost knows certain, where know. it's at. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm there with you. I saw the trees, and uh, there's a couple different spots. Yeah, I didn't out, an, overanalyze it. Or state line, I guess. Kyle's yeah. suggesting that Andrew ride. I think the RT. In the vintage class of Dakar. We just said that, yeah. Yeah, you just you did say that. I must have been thinking of something else. I think actually you could race that in the Nora rally. And yeah. it's a navigation it's a navigation rally this year. See, here so, you go signing me up for something else. Oh, well, it's it's not like a job because if it's a job, you get paid. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a volunteer kind of thing. <laughs> Wouldn't be pretty funny if one of you guys just showed up, never really took your helmet off and showed up on some old rat vintage bike and just nailed one of these little rallies hey, or something. Oh, wait, I got, I got a, a new, a new thing about Andrew is going to be, he's going to be doing Instagram stories, videos of super awesome trail rides where, that's he's going to be a professional Instagram influencer influencer on awesome trail rides. Like me. And I, I'm just hoping when he does it, he's going to he's going to invite me to go along because I don't have any following, but I can take pictures or something like that. Maybe. You could buy my 12. You know, all the good followers. Trails. <laughs> yeah, you just use me. Use me for my trail knowledge. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, OK, I, I like the So it was the KTM versus the Husky. Yep. And. I, I think we got three people here. Yeah. Logan was going to help us, but he's over there sitting in a massage chair. Oh, yeah. You think you think there's people just come here to, to watch the show? No. There's two massage chairs sitting over there, and that's why everybody is hanging out here. I, I, have you been here since we got Fabio? Andrew? I don't think so. You, you don't know Fabio? I, I've so? only seen the – no. I, I've only no, seen so. the one massage chair. So, Janie um, – got a boyfriend oh so yeah evidently yeah she got a boyfriend so evidently she doesn't need fabio anymore so fabio got moved over here i'm storing fabio fabio's a high-end super high-end yeah. massage chair it's it's like it's got a lot of stuff going on yeah, <laughs> it's a little frightening for janey than for yeah. you scoring fabio but well it's 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 nice i'd i'd like to call it something else like my friend has one called felicia She's yeah. <laughs> she's pretty high end. Actually, I told Janie about Felicia, and she ended up getting Fabio. Actually, she sat yeah. in the whatever whatever the one here was. So they don't come for the entertainment; they come to sit in the massage chairs. So we're between the two hundred and fifty Husky and the five hundred KTM. Okay, yeah, you go first, George. No, no, it's a, it's I, a yeah, yeah. I think the the I think the KTM. Yeah, yeah he could use it the most. He could and use utilize Taco Mike the most. And, the, most, and there was some opinion. there was some discrepancies between the picture and the the pipe. And the there's a discrepancy. Right. And the he husky. didn't mention he didn't mention the tugger straps, which are really good things to have for your wife. Evidently, I wanted you to elaborate on this, Andrew. Yeah, if you're going trail riding, it's always good to have these on your wife's bike, right? Especially on the on the forks because you're okay. pulling that thing up the mountain. <laughs> Are you ducking right now for no, you? Clobbered? She's asleep. She, you're good. Because <laughs> she would come in there and clobber you. <laughs> yeah. So is that Trey's bike? Trey Thompson? Uh, was is it Trey on the 500? Yep. That's Trey Thompson's Trey's bike. Hey, Trey, thank you very much for submitting. Everybody, thank you for submitting a question or, you know, your bikes for talking about. We're looking for video submissions, aren't we? Yep. Back to the get, bring us back some good video submissions. Keep those things under two minutes. Uh, make them interesting. Show us all the stuff on your bike. And uh, Andrew's going to submit one next time because I know. Yeah, maybe while you're washing yeah. your bikes, put one together. Since he doesn't have a factory ride anymore, he's looking for hey, we have, the, the Takamoto bucks. Yeah. And we have an XR75 in the garage over there. It's kind of similar to the XL, but. Oh, is it low pipe? Yeah. Seven. Bring it out for, bring it out for the. Oh, it's an early one. Yeah. Have your son do the video submission. Yeah. yeah. It, Tell him to come out. I'll smoke him on the flat track. Hey, Jimmy, <laughs> who makes the best Tugger strap? Because like Tugger. Giant Loop makes one. Tugger, Tugger. the original is the Tugger, best one. Tugger, the origi original Tuggers, the best yeah. ones. Those where do you, are good where do you purchase these? Because I, I might have a discount code if you know how to email me. 
Yeah. yeah. Might be able to, might, that's a secret little ingredient for anybody that's listening or watching this show. You know, send me, send me an email and I might be able to get you a little, little hookup. Hook you put them on the back also? I have, when, when, yeah, on my bikes where I go, I need them on the front and the back. Yeah. Cause a lot of times you, you, you know, you kind of get stuck and you can just like grab the front brake and, and, and pull on that back and use the spring to get them to hop up out of a rut or out, you know, you know, they fall into rocks or something and you can get it up onto a better rock to take off out of. Of course, like my but front I, never goes in there cause I don't have a discard. I need one about right in the middle of my shoulders and then down <laughs> by my belt line. So you can help me get off the ground. That's where <laughs> like when you're a little kid, I, and like, your parents just like the tugger strip. No, now. Yeah. yeah. No, that's where I, need I know. But that's like what up. your parents did to you when you're a kid. But even like your factory rally bike, Jimmy, like this style, they had the the one hand mount that went on the exhaust side. The, so you're thinking the, the tugger straps better on the rear than like that handle. For yes. Factory rally I, bike? I actually, I think they've modified it. My, my, the KTM 300 I bought actually had one of those. And since I, the original one that I got, I think it was an enduro engineering part. Um, yep. Back then, and now I know uh, Tusk makes them, and a couple other companies are making them. They've spaced them out farther enough because I actually, on my old KTM 500, I had one and I went to use it once. And I put my hand in there and I pulled on it, and my knuckles got stuck. <laughs> it wasn't wide enough to, to get my whole hand in there, and I pulled on it really hard. I had to, like, it took a little bit of work. I thought I was going to have to unbolt the damn thing. <laughs> uh, so, so, but those, um, I don't know. I I think just the strap is a little bit better because it's it's it moves around more. You're able to kind of get it to where you want. And uh, hey, if you're buying this kind of stuff and you want to know uh, a good way to buy stuff and support dirt bike tests, I'm going to throw out a little nugget of information here. Go to our uh, click through of the link for Rocky Mountain MCA TV on the website, and we get a little chunk of that, and it helps us out. And uh, and as well as the Amazon links on the thing, if you're going to buy, especially when you're buying giant TVs and uh, pools, everybody's thinking about buying that the disposable uh, blow up pool for your um, for your backyard. Uh, those things, because they're, they're big bucks. And then we get a little chunk of that. So that helps keeps the show alive. Andrew Short, he's a nice guy. He's truly you're, you're really a nice guy. You know, I remember meeting you. You're very humble and you just a. Uh, good guy i get a sense you're a good father and husband and all that and so uh not as nice as you gotta George. say that because i because i might not dude. be here tomorrow you know i don't yeah know. you know you know my story i'm dying yeah. soon yeah we all hey, are hey, j ray listen j ray says that that is a dt and uh it's definitely a dt1 it's uh a 1974 was the first year of the 175 name and the dt3 in 1973 rt was a trail bike is this correct i don't think so uh-oh dt was the dirt. dts went red in 77 i think huh how do you know this stuff andrew when He's were you young, born? Huh? When were you 82. born? 82. But my father-in-law had these because he grew up as a kid running from the cops in his neighborhood with one of these. <laughs> and if you're under the age of 16, you couldn't have a 175. It had to be below 100 cc's or whatever. So he'd always rip off the emblem. and But the cop rode also. And so he knew how many cc's were in, in the bike. And yeah, I think when you're a kid back then, you just like, this is what you did. Okay. So, so you're the kid running away from the cop and you get pulled over, George. What's the, what's the, the, what's the, the, the go-to, go what's to. the technique? 
Don't run away, first of all, right? Be on, yeah. Be honest and polite and treat him like a human. Okay. You know, right? Don't start screaming. Don't, you know. Okay. You screwed up and you got caught. Just be honest, polite. And but you shouldn't. But but what if you got the skill to ditch him? Well, <laughs> you know what? Bad things happen, right? Because yeah, the, the, the adrenaline con- goes usually, up. There's it's, usually consequences for these things. Yeah. I got to tell you. Radios are faster some, than you sometimes are, Sometimes right? you don't have the skills. <laughs> infrared and helicopters and things like that come into play. I got, I got caught by helicopters and, once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just do the right thing. Be good Be good people. Yeah. Treat each other well. Yeah. Like Andrew and I, we treat each other well. That's good. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you both hang out with me, but that's that's uh, that just shows yeah, how we really, left you out of that for a really reason. good people. Andrew, I want to thank you a ton for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks I'm for glad, having me. I'm glad, I'm glad that um you didn't make me ask the hard-hitting questions <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad you did really good in dakar that was that was super cool to watch and i know how competitive that field is and i know how much day one sucked or the first real navigation day sucked and yeah and uh, i'm still trying to figure it out myself i mean I, when i when i when i look at this i'm like going as you know because as much training and stuff that these guys do when they're here and all the all the stuff we put them through and you know, thinking about it and then to watch that happen. And I, I watched it as many ways that I could. And I've talked to them about it specifically, like what happened and everything. I'm still at a loss to figure out like what, how do, how do we train better for this? You know, I mean, it's almost like it's become a little bit of a guessing game. I said this a few times. It's like a, it's like race between scavenger hunts. And yeah. at, at, at that point you throw a little bit too much. And I hate to use the word luck into it when you start making, you know, if you're the guy opening the course, you're going to, if if you open the course and you stay in front, you're kind of lucky, yeah. Yeah, you've made some good lucky decisions. <laughs> I mean, but they're all like educated. Always, yeah, but you always say you have to learn the author and how he's going or how he's designing the roadbook. And sometimes when they start putting this stuff in, you have to understand it. And unfortunately, it was day one, and it didn't catch on quick enough. But yeah. like you said, as it went on, you kind of learn this and the style of it and. That's how that's how it was. And that's how it was this year. And it seems like it's going this way. So yeah. That if that I saw pieces. the right that right note for that place where everybody got jacked up on that first one, it was it was just so confusing knowing a little bit about kind of interpreting those. It almost reminded me of this old episode I saw on TV a MASH where they're describing taking apart a bomb. And it's like, you know, do this, do that, unscrew this cap and remove this carefully. And then the next instruction is, but first <laughs> You know, <laughs> and, and that's kind of how that note looked. It was like, you're going to do this and that and that, you know, and yeah. do all this. And then, but and, first do this or look they, for that. But, and it was, but, wow. And the, the problem was they did exactly. It was that they did what the note said. They did what the note said and it didn't take them to what it was supposed to take them to. And, and. That's because there was something else back in there that maybe said to look for something else. I don't know. It was just, it was confusing. Yeah. Okay. Let's not, let's not, let's not rehash it. Let Andrew get to bed. Cause he's got to get up and wash the motorcycles before all this shit freezes tomorrow. So I need yep. another hey, beer. The kids thanks, cool. th- thanks for joining in. See you guys. That, Have a good night. We're going to take care. We're going to take a, take a break for a few minutes and uh, we'll get back into the rest of the show. So we'll see you real soon.
What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text, and it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and after aftermarket parts where we can sometimes for life we test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively we're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer and if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade then we don't offer it on the store everything that we carry is something that we have personally used tested and ridden and raced and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard go out and get some adventure one and we are back so uh big thanks to andrew short for coming on for our first hour and more than a half almost huh move closer you good drug it drug it long is logan in the frame welcome back to the show logan yeah logan squeeze in just a little bit more. yeah just get, get a little closer there george doesn't bite that much and here i'll here the super spreader event i think everybody's at it Oh, we're gonna we're gonna pass you a set of microphones here too. I think if we don't break the whole system, those would be headphones. Oh yeah, headphones. Is that what these are? Yeah, a few other microphones. Get um, his uh, his, his voice over. Did you do the the uh, Logan puberty voice on the, <laughs> the synthesizer? I I wish I could fix the voice of Matron right now. It'd be super awesome. Go ahead and uh, pass that over. It usually go underneath the table here. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Logan? Good. Yeah. Um, welcome to the show. What have you been doing over there? Uh, checking Facebook Marketplace. What are you looking for? XR80s. XR80s? Yeah. I have I have a lot of those. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't have them on Facebook Marketplace. Um, he turned up. So we're going to give him a little kick here. He's, he's, he's number three. Yeah, try that again, Logan. Can we hear you? You, uh, you know, you have you to gotta get really close to that mic. You have to gargle that mic kind of like a, oh, you know what? He's running through the extra multiplexer, yeah, I, double, I just, triple I turned thing. turned back on. Yeah. Right. We can give him a little gain here. Oh, he's gained up there. Mm-hmm. Here's how to do a podcast, by the way. Um, Matt, can you put us up on the screen there so I know what the heck I can see we're looking at what we're doing here? Um, this is a very professional show where we take this sound quality serious. The sound quality is going to be okay, right, Matt? You promise me? 
Uh, <laughs> you get a special <laughs> effect. You can do something about this neck, these chins. <laughs> hey, you think you're worried about that? I have a cup of pins right here, and you know I usually like to have something in my hand. I get fidgety. That's why I need to take this pen away. Um, you need to get another glass. Actually, I should put it. Oh, well, I'm going to do that in a second because I. I, I actually was worried because I actually picked it up like I was going to take a drink out Ooh. of it. And I do deserve this most of the time. Yeah. So um, back to Logan. Uh, how's how's the how's the date dating life? How's it going? I don't know. You don't know. Do you want me to like analyze it or I, I don't know either. That's why I'm asking the, the question. Still down low. Logan is, is still pretty still quiet. pretty quiet. I know there's buttons I can push that'll should think. Uh, Let's give him a little. Oh, I know what. I, this is jacked up here too. Um, yeah. See, is it? That's turned on. Okay. Great. I'll smooth this. Uh, hey, we got questions. We got questions. Yeah. These are the questions that are submitted Do to that us. While you just these questions are submitted via YouTube and in our uh, Facebook posts, uh, things like this. Uh, they're emailed to us. So you ask a question, we do our best to answer it, and then you come back a few weeks later and find it on. Apple Podcasts, and they said, "Oh my God, they actually answered my question." After you send us a couple of emails and say, "You never answered my question," so here we go. Aaron Lloyd's, just a question for a talk, Taco Tuesday show. I am setting up a 2010 KTM 200 for Logan. Get rider. a little closer to the mic. Five seven hundred thirty pounds stand up rider. I found this bike. I am setting up a 2010 200. Nope, to be quite tall. I have a two-inch lowering kit from WP. Is the mic turned on? That'll help. You know what? Turn that switch on on top. That? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to turn it down. Yay! Okay. Bingo! There we go. Okay. That's why I get there paid the big bucks. Turn that switch on. I am... You need to come in for sound check. Take you a little of that puberty effect out of there, Jimmy. Dial, oh, is, dial the, that back a does, little, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Does that mean... Go ahead and give it a shot, Logan lowering kit from wp and i am debating installing it do you think that this is a good idea to install given the lack of e-start i installed it recluse cx auto clutch and fmf gnarly pipe to help prevent unwanted stalls what do you think of this setup and for a new rider thanks okay this is uh george you want to you want to answer the thing about the lowering kit yeah, so I've got like a 27-inch on a good day inseam, not counting that things happen to men that get lower over time. But anyway, <laughs> I, I've lowered some bikes and I've done some stuff like that. But I've after getting some tutelage from Jimmy in the class and everything and coming along, I've just left them all stock and I've learned to ride with them. Uh, you just got to scooch off the side a little to touch the ground every now and then. Yeah, I do park. There are some definitely things that I'm limited. You know, it's a little harder to wheel loft over an obstacle or something because I just don't have the the footing, you know, to get my body where it needs to be on the ground. But reach you, the levers and stuff. But I, yeah, I, I would leave it. I would learn to ride it. I always stock I, configuration. My, my go-to is like, okay, let's just in in the grand scheme of things, how much time are you going to spend riding with your feet on the ground versus riding with your feet on the foot pegs? And right. for me, the most important thing is for for most riding, we're not talking about extreme enduro riding and just regular trail riding and stuff. It's we're talking about just normal bike seat to foot peg is way more important than 
seat to ground. And, and when you start going to these like, like lowered seats, I see a lot of guys do, they shrink up there, but then, so everybody goes, okay, and now I'm going to lower the bike. I'm going to lower the whole bike. Now you're jacking with the handling. So I'm not, at this point, it's not just guy, it's going to make me a little more cramped up on the motorcycle. Now it's going to make the motorcycle start handling funny or funky or horrible. Then you're giving up suspension travel where it might be. Generally, yeah, generally they have to soften the suspension up quite a bit to make it work at at, at, that 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 lowered thing and then you lose some of the stroke so it it gets too soft and then it tends to blow through the stroke or it it packs down they make it soft and then it packs down into the stiffer part of the stroke and gets harsh so there's a reason why the the manufacturers understand this they struggle to give a bike a, a lower seat height but they don't want to lose this level of performance. Remember how, did you tell Logan about how to put the ping on the thing to the spot that the spot that um, Trevor has to download? Your words, Jimmy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm thinking two things right now. You, did okay. you, did, did you get this assignment today? Oh no, the chapters. No, oh. <laughs> I, I was going to do that just because it's easier for me to do it. Okay. Got it. Yeah, no, I know. So you can add it. You can add it out about the last 20 seconds or, you know, well, Trevor, when you're watching this, you can, <laughs> but anyways, you edit out that 20 seconds, but I'm t- telling you why the lowering thing, what the disadvantages of the lowering are. Cause some people just go straight to it, but generally those riders don't really understand what happens. So, if you have the opportunity before you lower your bike to go ride a normal bike and then ride a lowered bike to actually test the two different things so you can feel them. Sometimes, especially when we're talking about the lower skill levels, the more novice riders, that lower, longer bike actually presents itself at being a little bit more stable and they feel heavier, which is stability. It gives it a a stability feeling. And there's, so there are some advantages to it too. So uh, but if you want like a sportier, more performance or a bike that actually handles properly, you don't really want it lowered because I never. And I think it depends on your use and ability. You know, if you just the important thing is you're on the bike, you're riding and you're comfortable. And if being a little lower to the ground is what your comfort factor is for now. Fine. Lower it a little to the ground, you know, and then. But I wouldn't just say I'm stuck here. I'd, I'd try and get to the point where. You know, you can yeah, you raise start, it back more to its stock yeah. engineered yeah. ride height and, and such. And so like like when I was talking about the seat being cut down versus not cutting the seat down and lowering the suspension and stuff, then you start thinking about how much how much time am I actually needing to put my feet on the ground and, and why is this so important? And then when you just learn there's a little technique where you can actually take your butt off the side of the seat and get a feet on the ground like you talked about right when we started this, it makes a big, big difference. And uh, yeah, something it's a it's a it's a go to. So uh, what do I think about the setup? I'm not sure why you put the pipe on it. Um, and then the other thing was, it was the something else. Oh, he talked about to prevent unwanted stalls. The pipe would prevent unwanted stalls. I have not yeah, noticed this between stock and um, an FMF or any open exhaust system. The more open exhaust systems, in my experience, tend to prevent or tend to make it stall a little bit more because it actually leans them out and they tend to be a little bit lean in the beginning. In fact, I've seen a lot of people pull the emissions stuff off the bike and they say, yeah, I did an emissions fleet and make, my bike runs better, except it stalls a lot. I'm like, doesn't surprise me. And then was one other thing. No, you put a recluse on it. Oh, recluse. Fine, you know. So a recluse there, there, and that's the other thing I've 
I run recluses on a lot of my bikes, most of my personal bikes. The recluse, when it's set up properly, is a huge advantage for like a novice rider. I and I don't see any disadvantages in them, um, but a lot of people say you don't need them, or it's for novice riders or old dudes. And okay, good. What's Redneck Supreme Leader number sixty nine? Oh, <laughs> just bought a oh nine EXCF five oh five that sat for a year. Ran when parked 4,000 miles, about 500 hours. After I clean the carb, what other things am I looking at down the road? Can crank and has start. Spark. No, it says start. Yeah. And it's start, but he probably means spark. Yeah. What What year? 09. Five. 505. 505. Sat for a year, ran when it parked. He's saying after I clean the carb, so I don't think he's cleaning the carb. He's asking what are the after he oh look at? oh well the, the, it's going to be I, if it's sat for a year it's going to be the carb. You are going to have some issues inside of the carburetor. You're going to find this nice green fungus that's grown. Probably uh, you will find. Uh, <laughs> it depends on whether the gas was turned off because it get all dry and crusties up. So you're going to find that the problem is that the carb is plugged up. Now, here's a couple of the bad things on those carbs. If the, the mid body gaskets dry out, then you can clean it all up. And there's these gaskets that you can't see that require a, kind of some special tools to take apart, at least Torx bits with holes in them, like security Torx bits. There's these gaskets in there that tend to rot and crack and cause problems as well. And then you have this real intermittent, uh, jetting so you're probably gonna have to replace or make sure you clean out the pilot jet make sure you clean out the pilot jet passages um, ultrasonic cleaners work awesome for this i got a question the other day about somebody said is an ultrasonic cleaner worth it and i'm like yeah if you're doing a fair amount of carbs they do an excellent job at and you clean. just run simple green in there right i do a mix of water and simple green and uh and put the carb in there for four or five minutes and when it's hot and cleans them they 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 come out looking beautiful and in almost every experience i've had uh didn't require any like air pressure to blow through the passages although i do this i check the i check the passages um where do you get those mid-body rebuild kits um all balls has a lot of those um all balls racing and uh there's one other company that was selling them but if you i don't i don't think you can actually buy them oem they they're you don't they're, have a uh, yeah, link on your dirt bike test or anything for those, do you? I don't know if we've done a story about this or not to test it, but to test them. But um, yeah, if you, I think you can probably, I, th I know you can get some of them through uh, Rocky Mountain. So you could go through our so, link there. So I always go back to my seventh grade power mechanics school, internal combustion engine. There's three things. You got to have an air fuel mixture. You have to have compression and you got to introduce a spark. And, and, if the bike's just been sitting, the, the carburetor, the air-fuel mixture is probably the issue, unless there's a corrosion factor where you might have a spark issue. And, but in a rare case, I don't see, like, having to worry about compression, you know, unless some valve got stuck, but that would be like sitting in a rainforest or something. Uh, and those are just kind of my checklist because he's asking what else he should maybe look for to get it started. 
You know, if it's got spark, that's pretty easy to check. It's going to be that pilot jets plug. Yeah, I've never like when when any any time these days, it's like ninety five percent chance that it's going to be the carburetor, something in the carburetor, and unless you know, especially when he said it ran when it parked, parked, yeah. and and so it's like there's nothing mechanically wrong with it, and and just knowing those carburetors and the way things work, that's going to be that's going to be your go to. So clean the carb and call it call it good. You know, let us know what happens too. Yeah. That's always nice to let us know what's happening. Hey, George, had, you, you see what we got? We got a little something special. Yeah, what were you doing last night? Something. Loma. No, it wasn't Loma Azul. This is Loma Azul, which is a good friend of mine, Chris Parker, Rottweiler Performance, who here's an interesting story. He is not cheap. If you've ever seen Rottweiler parts and things, that stuff is Sano and it's high end and it's really nice. Chris introduced me to this stuff and he was almost ashamed to tell me what it costs per bottle because it was like a $37 a bottle uh, tequila. So, um, you know, he, he likes to drink the stuff that's way up there more in price, but we t had this and he was like, what do you think? And I'm like, that's Pretty really good. good, really good. And I'm like, it, it has been my favorite and we're going to kill this one tonight. It's going to be all gone. We can do that. Yeah, there's no problem. We got this covered. Probably so. kill that other one next to it too. Well, it's there as a backup just in case. We only got about case. 45 minutes. I think. Oh yeah, we got to, no, less than that. We got to move on. Yeah, we got 20 minutes. I think Matt's been going Redneck nonstop Supreme 12 hours. Supreme Leader number 69. Wow. Oh, That's, that was him. That was him. We Ryan just, we, shoot. We solved his problem. Schultz? Mm -hmm. See you on tonight? I have a 2020 YZ250 FX with 70, 97 hours. I took the swing arm off to do some work on it. And I noticed that after a couple of days on the stand, there was some oil seeping on the engine from where the cases meet around the hole for swing arm bolt. After putting the swing arm back on and torquing to spec, the leak stopped and hasn't started leaking again <laughs> after some use. Have you heard of this? Makes sense. I mean, it, no, absolutely, absolutely makes sense. So, so again, a year make model. What were we talking about? Twenty twenty YZ two fifty FX. 2020 that's a new bike to be doing that yeah um oh man I'm, I'm sitting there wondering are we sure are we absolutely sure where it came from but now so i would also go and check the torque on the on the case bolts in the area around the back of that thing i um, wonder back, are those external or are there some internal no they're all external Okay. Um, they're, yeah, they're all external. They should be accessible. I would, I would give that a check because it, they should be doing more of the work than that swing arm pinch. And I wonder if, oh man, I'm sitting here just thinking about, cause that bike uses, um, like Yama bond as a, there's not a gasket in there. Yeah. So they use Yama bond. So I wonder if that it, you know, it was, it was pinched down and i wonder and i wonder if the the axle the swing arm pivot could have been over torqued you know and and, squished, and, and, and it squished, squished it out so when it came out and then and you might need to tighten that back up so i would check the i would check the bolts in there i would check the torque on them probably when i would you know you don't pull the swing arm pivot out i would go check them you know and see if they're a little bit loose um right now and if they are then just you know snug them back up but uh, that that's a that's interesting i've never seen that i've in all the bikes that i've done i've 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 seen center cases leak in the center like on some suzuki's like in the in the in the 
center, but I don't think it was a relation to the, the, the frame bolts being tight. So that's a that's a good one. New one. You don't think Yamaha engineered it and they said, oh, the, the swing arm <laughs> bolt is going to tighten it down. So we'll take out these three screws in the case because we don't need it for weight or something. Uh, I I, I'd be really interested to see if that swing arm was actually over over torqued, you know, over tightened, not to the proper. And trust me, that affects the handling, like oh. more than more than a front discard, it affects the handling. Yeah. So, okay, rolling on. It's pretty Am good. Amazon two thirty pipe video. Mm hmm. You want to take a shot at that, George? What the name? The name. Oh, terminus. Uh, terminus. 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 Est. EST. Yeah. Term. Sweet. How well it holds up with will be good to know. 230s can take some abuse. Um, that's the that's the um, that's the plan. That's why we put it on there. So guess what? Heather gets to ride around at King of the Motos. <laughs> that oh, bike. Is that what you're taking? <laughs> Nate's a, old bike? Yeah, Nate's old bike. I saw it's plated and everything. Though. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, a, it's a good it's a good bike. It's all legit. So I've 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 cleaned it up. See the do you like the um do you like the spray paint? I paint, I painted, see I I spray painted it. the swing arm back to kind of a gray and off gray. I didn't have silver, so I just went with what I had. It looks horrible. <laughs> it's but it looks better than it did, which wasn't hard to do. What's mm -hmm. SS got? Definitely not the roost side. Very helpful for one of that never bought cheap, cheap parts before. I buy certain non-popular brands and still have the just as good parts mostly. Maybe test some of those, like those odd test brand products. All balls or primary drive for sprocket and chains. So, so I think he's asking you to test more knockoff products or not the big brands we're, or something. It, it's we've been like honestly so we've been so focused and if you look at matt does matt look a little run down a little beat down over there looks <laughs> looking uh, well you know he's it's oh long haul covid well, oh yeah long haul i told i got a podcast for you i was going to have you listen to yeah. so matt's been matt's been beat down but not not just by me by you know covid and then the fact that over the course of the last I'd say eight months we've been working really, really hard on this online riding school stuff. And it's, and it's caused like dirt bike tests, the testing portion to suffer because we've been spending time working on this, not actually testing stuff. So we're, we're, we're planning on getting back in that. I uh, thought you fired yourself from dirt bike test about a year ago. I kind of did. I mean, not, not totally, but I, I, I just realized um, that, I couldn't put the effort into it that I wanted to put into it. I mean, I couldn't do it as I couldn't go as hard as I wanted to with it. So I just kind of rolled back and I haven't been doing a whole lot of product testing. I have some stuff. I have some stuff I need to sit down and write and do the videos on and do all this stuff. I made a couple of videos. Well, the, the Amazon pipe thing and then the, the how to grease your swing arm. I mm -hmm. was when I heard him start talking about the swing arm, I thought he was kind of going, yeah, going. That's something I neglect. I got to take mine apart and look at it. Oh, you're going to you're, you're I guarantee gonna you you're going to pull you're going to pull that little needle thing out just a little bit too far. And it's just all those little needles are going to fall down. It's going to rain. huh? Oh, it's going to rain needles. And then you got to grease your fingers up and get in there. I look at it then. It's, that, that's it's fine. I don't think it shakes around. That video, you, you, I think what you need to do is you need to just turn off the video part and just listen to the audio. When I start talking about the shaft and lubing it up and everything like oh that. Oh, my it's God. The, the cups. 
<laughs> you know, I, 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 I'll play I, my video for my little procedure last Monday. I oh, no, that. no, no. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. If everybody wonders where George was last week, it was because he was busy. Yeah. Uh, okay, Logan. So the the question is, we should we? T- I, I'd like to test more stuff like that. Here's And you do. We, I mean, you, you I, use a lot of off brand. I use so much stuff and I try everything and I do it. And I know more than I can tell. And that, that's the that's why I feel like doing this show kind of helps because you can ask me something like this and I can give you a, a good solid answer or I can say, you know what? It it doesn't matter as much as you think or I have tried that and there's what happened. So he what he he brought up the chains and sprockets, right? Well, he, he said brought primary drive all up. balls for seals and bearings and primary drive for sprockets and chains. Okay. All balls for seals and bearing. We just brought them up when we talked about the carburetor rebuild kits. They have an amazing catalog of stuff and I've used a lot of it and I've done it between them and then pivot works. And there was some other, there was a couple other companies that had um, wheel bearings. And I was actually, cause I have rental bikes that get used a lot. And, you know, bearings wear out. So I pop them in there and, and you've seen hubs that have, you know, you've seen the hubs that have the stickers, different stickers mm-hmm. on them. And there's little notes, like there's little dates written in pens on when I dropped them in. And so they're going through these long-term tests and I start noticing like, it's been four years. This one's been here. Oh, this one's been here for two years and it's still good. And then, you know, when I, I finally, oh, this one went bad. And I'm like, oh, in six years. I'm like, it doesn't matter whether that's as long as stock for the most part. And and every once in a while, I'll get one that only goes years. Like motorcycle batteries would be a perfect example of this. Yeah. Some of them last nine years and some of them last six months. And and there's no there's like no rhyme or reason. I literally think it's just the batch of stuff or just something, you know, something bad happens to it and it doesn't like it. But, you know, back to the primary drive sprockets, it, Rocky Mountain would love for us to, to go and test that, but you, do you know how much time it takes to test and put that much time on a sprocket and chain, especially out here because they don't really wear that fast, to to be able to give a really good, honest, you know, review of it. So the next time I have the need, I run DDC sprockets, by the way, sponsor plug alert, <laughs> my sprockets don't wear out, so I don't really replace them that often. And, and I usually end up getting them and put them on there because I just don't want to deal with it don't want to deal with it. So I, at that point I'm willing to spend the extra money to get the better thing. Cause I never want to touch it again. And when you have good sprockets, that means your chain lasts longer and I run good chains as well. So it's, it's kind of like a, a, just a system. So the next time something wears out on one of the bikes that I don't have that stuff, I'm going to buy the primary drive just to see it. Cause I've had really good luck with most of the other Tusk, you know, Rocky mountain, products i've been i've got a couple bikes that i put their gasket kits in i just said you know what screw it i'm gonna throw this in here i put everything else back to stuff that i absolutely knew and i said i'm gonna try this and test it and we're currently in the testing phase which is going to be two to three years longer before i have to pop one of those gaskets off so um this is how we do stuff i mean it's not i I don't just float an Instagram photo and say, yeah, rad bitch in here. Look. And then you never hear about it again. It's stuff that we actually use and test and do that. So is that answer successful? Yeah. Uh. KTM 390 long-term test. Devlon gaming tech. Gaming tech. Mm-hmm. Try this by changing front sprocket. Low in improves drastically. Handlebar risers must. 
so the name of the the person one more time again delvon delvon devilon 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 gaming tech. gaming tech well i know how you feel hold about no, 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 no hold on hold on a second may speak i the best use of technological wording for answer <laughs> answer for answer for question what Next, maybe speaking is better. Changing front socket. School go to (laughs) low end improves drastically. (laughs) Handlebar risers must. But you got is it is is you know your reach is very far and wide. So you got this could be English second language translated from someplace else. Doesn't necessarily mean this is a forty year old in his mom's house. You know, locked in a room eating Fritos. Just at a computer screen. so Right. And so he's thinking about a KTM 390. You know, I know how you feel about handlebar risers, but on that, the, that 390, bike, yes. that made a world of difference. Total, I, I, you know, I never you made, you, you, nev- you, you never had a game-changing hand, uh, ergonomics change. On a bike like that. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, that was big. And it, it took some rigging on our, on our part. We had to use a couple of different things. Uh, I'm sure you yeah, get I mean, a set. we were yeah we you, were doing the Jimmy Garage mod yeah it was, it was for all your parts and yeah stuff. we went to a lower a lower bend handlebar but we needed some risers and we found some things that that worked you could get some rocks risers and that, and measure it so did he ask anything specific about what what no he like, just stated his opinion that that opinion the the pin was lost on the garbage he yeah smaller sprocket I guess so and a. Uh, Handlebar riser. So yeah, what, great. What hey, do, what do we do on gearing? I don't really recall what we did on the gearing on that bike. I don't think we changed it. I don't think we've altered anything on that. I think there was one bigger tooth on the rear. One bigger on the rear. I thought there was something with the rear. I could be wrong though. Yeah, it would it would be explained in the video for sure. But um, I could see where some people would want to go to a. You said one smaller or one bigger. One smaller, right. smaller on Changing. the front. Yeah, you would a not. Lower. Yeah, you would not want to gear that bike up because it already has a hard time pulling sixth gear, which I do not have a problem with. Because when I'm going downhill, then I'll use sixth gear. When I'm going anyplace else, I'll use fifth gear. So yeah, that's all. That's all good stuff. Agree, maybe sort of, kind of. Yes, good. KTRM translate better in whatever language you're viewing this program in. Closed captions, please. KTM swing arm bearing video hmm. MBR. Why don't we drill tap and install a grease fitting on swing arm steering and wheel bearing housings pump some grease in there every month. That's a lot of grease. Fill that whole steering head with grease. That stuff would be showering in this environment in the summer. That'd be just his motor would look like mine did, which is, <laughs> Victor so eloquently described the fr- the funnel cake fryer at the LA County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> so the so we we have a video up. It's just a newer one I just put up. It's a it's how to grease your swing arm bearings without pulling the shaft out too far and lubing it up so that the needles don't fall out on the ground. I don't know if that makes any sense. I would really like to see what that translates in for our other guy Devin when he comes across, but you, you don't need that much grease. And if you have good seals and there's enough grease around the seals and packed in there, it, 
I, that bike, I, the bike that I shot the video on, I bet you that thing had been, it was, I don't know if that, wait a minute. Cause it's my bike. No. Is it Bob's bike? Do you ever pull the swing arm off and grease it? You're the, er, the first 500 you ever sold me. Did you ever How take this? Did you, I know. Did you ever take the swing arm off that motorcycle? I don't Probably not. He might remember lunch, that, but I know he doesn't remember breakfast that, today. Okay. That swing that swing arm has been on for 10 years now. That's how long it's been on. And there was still grease in there. Of course, we don't live in a super wet environment. And I and and I slap you when you spray pressure washing in it, right, Logan? This, the swing arm in this like steering. Like if, if you if you if you if if these kids around here wash the motorcycle and I watch them squirting water where it's not going, it shouldn't go with the pressure washer. I waterboard them, kind of like my cat. Your cat, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a and it's an effective learning tool. That's a pretty obedient cat, isn't it? But for the, a cat, the swing arm and the steering head, those bearings don't really rotate that much like a like a wheel bearing or a you know a main bearing or something they get abused for sure yeah you know, it, but especially it takes that some, lower it, steering bearing too gets a lot of pounding yeah, it's but. not gonna get it's not gonna well the swing arm one could get hot i guess from the motor you know the motor could bleed some heat there and, and things like that but you know i think it's mostly temperature change that would that would cause you know the 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 grease to do something funny, but if it's packed in there nice, and sometimes you get bearings that stock just aren't packed in there nice. And I always said, if I really loved my motorcycle, I would ride it for five or six hours and then frame it, you know, take it apart, grease everything, clean it up, um, you know, get it, get it all good to go. Cheech in the uh, audience there, Roberto has a little. Input. Cheech, oh, his hands up. Yeah. So when they, on the modern bikes, when they try to make them as light as possible, do they have enough structural margin? to drill a hole and put a fitting oh that's an interesting thing too i mean there was uh i'm trying to think there there was there there were i i remember i saw a guy who actually had one on his headset he pumped grease into the headset and and i know how much grease weighs like you know pick up your tub of you know your tub of bell ray or tub of maximum grease and think that around and it'll hold that much if you pumped all that stuff into the headset so that's a little bit of weight, but, um, and you think about it before it actually gets to where it needs to go, it's going to start filling up that cavity, let alone maybe the channels that aren't welded shut. <laughs> I, I wondered about this cause I seen this guy pump a lot of grease into that thing, but you could, you could or do pump, that if you pump if, it right in your frame tubes. Yeah. Fill the frame tube with the grease and probably, it, it probably has some elastomeric uh, vibration dampening. Yeah. Effect. I was going to say vibration. It's probably yeah, good. Lower center, gravi- do center that. of gravity. That's a Jimmy. Tech well, no, if it goes down the, to the bottom, the if the it bottom. gets down to the bottom, otherwise you're putting up at a high CG. Forget all these bar dampening things. Fill your handlebars <laughs> with grease. Maybe this is something Supercross bikes should do for, to get stability in the whoops. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, it's kind of like jello. I th- I'm starting to think about this now. It's like, the jello inside the frame and the and the bike wants to keep going straight but the jello kind of you know yeah, so but it, i can it see would, it, would, it I, might work the opposite of how you yeah want. yeah because it's going to react later and when your bike finally stops it keeps going and pushes it when it should have stopped pretty good in golf, clubs. golf uh, jello they, inside of golf clubs really, really. for vibration for vibration yeah yeah so i don't know until you try i think new video idea i I think that if you're in a really harsh environment where you're having some issues, you're having things like you just don't want to, you know, grease your swing arm every six months or a year, depending on how wet it is. 
uh, it might be it might be an option and you could put a Zerk fitting, but finding the, the right position for the fitting so that it doesn't strike something in its movements. Uh, also, like we're talking about the structural integrity of the of the of the, the swing arm. You know, you got to be kind of careful about that. I would I would be willing to bet it might be better to actually and it'd be difficult to plug up the to actually put the Zerk fitting like a tractor that has a bolt that has the Zerk fitting and it pumps the grease into the center of the, the bolt and then it comes out in the right location. But then again, you're drilling holes in a, <laughs> in a, in a pivot that might be thing. So it's, it's, it's something to think about um, unless it was a real problem. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't overthink it. A lot of times we get well, so hyper-focused on these little issues that, You'd, it'd be better if you just didn't know anything about it and left it alone. Yeah, but, you know, some people live for just toying with that stuff, and that's cool. You know, if he wants to toy with it and try it, let us know how it works out. Yeah, if you do it, <laughs> let us know. Submit a video. Maybe you'll get a sticker. Yeah, and maybe if you do it, put it on Rooster Endo, and because we, you know, went yeah, this. Yeah, grease fitting. Yeah. We push it over the edge. Yeah, might, that might be the, the thing to your, to your $100 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. That's Taco it. Moto Bucks. That's it. That's all the questions. Any other any other questions come through in the chat there, Matt? Uh, Looking pretty good. I know you needed to get Harbor Freight something. Harbor yeah. Freight. Uh, do, 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 uh, here. Uh, hey, Jamie, just installed a Recluse CX on the 05 Honda 450X. Help with the adjustment in first gear. If not, using the clutch lever bike sounds and feels like the bottom is going to shake out. Using clutch lever, there is no issues. Is this normal? Coming off of a rev lock where clutch engaged smoothly with or without the clutch lever? What's a he's, bike? Is it one of those old he's ones? He's saying CR450X, and he said he installed the Recluse CX, and when he doesn't use the thing, we're going to scroll down to this question so I can, let's see. Is it the same as the rev lock? Uh, there the Revlock the Revlock was the original earlier version and they kind of came out at the same time, um, and nobody really knows who had it first and all this other stuff. I'll just tell you I'll tell you what Recluse did a way way better job of marketing what they had, and that's the one that kind of went someplace. I tried Revlocks and the early ones, both of them were not very good, but they evolved very quickly. I don't know if the Revlock ever went away from the ball bearing design, which we would call the, what do you call that in, uh, what do you call the, the what's the name of the, I don't even think you can buy them anymore because they're all, they've yeah, gone I to have the, one in my 640 that's got all those ball bearings in it's it. It's called the Z-Start or something. Z-Start Pro. Yeah. That's right. Z-Start. Okay. So 05 Honda. So that's the older one. Adjustment. In first gear, if not using the clutch, it's like the bottom is going to shake out. So, so I think it's, I think he's talking about chatter. He's talking about, he's talking about grabbing and stuff like that. It sounds like you have probably too much, uh, what they at that time called installed gap. And so it's, it's super free and then it, it revs up quickly and grabs and then when it grabs rapidly and then when it grabs, then it slows the motor back down. And then it releases and grabs and releases and grabs. So it's a setup issue. And on those, um, it's they they give you an installed gap thickness, and then and then there's a way to kind of adjust that using you actually use the lever to put preload on the springs. 
So, so, so the, so the clutch tension, you, you actually, so it feels like you're, when you start, it feels like your clutch is, there's no free play in it. And that's, what's packing the clutch together in the, in the, in the beginning. So the Z, yeah, they give you like a smashed, it's a feeler gauge essentially right, yeah, to a certain, but you have two or three of them, you put them in there and install the, the gauge. So I would, uh, I would kind of check that out, Steve. Um, I think that you're going to find that you're, there's an adjustment issue, and their their manuals are really good at explaining this stuff. If you uh, you know they're they're on their call in support guys are really good too and helpful. You know what I mean? They're easy to get a hold of, and if you just call up and explain it, they're, yeah, they're just really don't good about don't use my name or okay. tell them tell them Jimmy you tell tell them Jimmy said this, and then they'll say whoa, hold on, and then they'll give you the real answer. Idaho just, Joe, that's just the guy, right? Idaho Joe yep. would be your best bet if you get him on tech, you're good. So I saw that um, somebody was asking about lowering uh, another question about lowering a modern KTM for a five foot one hundred pound woman. Um. I think when you get to five feet and Logan, you'll kind of have to, you know, help me on this. Like that's, that's a little small of a person for a full sized bike mm -hmm. and, and you can lower it down, but I think there's better bikes like a beta X trainer, maybe. No? I think a little lower, even lower than the beta. Yes. Well, you could lower the beta, but the beta is like physically a smaller frame. It is. So, so that it would be a better bet than a, than full a full-size bike. bike. You know, I'd ask Hicks. He's right here in Vegas, right? He's somewhere around here, I believe. Yeah. It, uh, he has a donkey in his picture, in his send, profile picture. Send her out here. Is You know, if she's just a brand new rider or something, maybe. Uh, I know this guy, Matt, Matt. That, does, that does really good riding well, schools. Well, the yeah. beauty of that is in, in either coming to, if she's not a rider, go to Matt's school first. If she's been riding for a while. If you come to Jimmy's school, he's got a lot of rental bikes and you can try a couple little different things and see what, you know. I wouldn't I wouldn't lower I wouldn't lower down a modern bike. I would find the right bike. And it may be just a mix of it may be a mix of things. You might find that a TTR125 is the best bike for this person. You might find that a KX100 big wheel is the best bike for this person. And you might have to do some tuning to customize it, but you know, you might find that a KTM Freeride is is the best bike you know say beta x trainer uh who knows what and about a uh so someone put in the chat something about a 150r might be a good option i could see that that has a kickstarter <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't realize that kickstarter. I thought yeah yeah, yeah. Those. no i don't know i'm always again they, they they're a little they're a little high strung it's like a kx the kx 100 is the same thing except it starts real easy okay is is uh is my thing how much experience do you have with no toil filter cleaning products i have a ton yeah Finn, like 825 i i think it's pretty good um it if you change your filter a lot it gets the more the more you change the filter the better that stuff gets but i do know something that works even better and you don't have two different things you have a single thing so and mean? if the no toil I think if I've heard if it's biodegradable, it gets washed away in water. Have you heard so, that? What? Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. so, so have you ever used it? No, but. Okay, I, I have. Okay. And I've tested it. Mm -hmm. And it, that is not the case. Perfect. So if so, okay, because this other filter oil I'm referring to is something called synthetic water washable air filter oil. Mm -hmm. SWAF, it's called. And it's 
you literally, to clean it, you wash it in water. You've seen me do these filters, yes. right? It's yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody goes, well, what if it gets wet while you're riding? Well, if, if you can agitate that filter enough while you're riding to get the, the, in the, the water the, in the water, like if you spray it with a pressure washer, yes, it yeah. will. The stuff will go out. But if it the water splashes in there and I mean, I'm talking like a fair amount of water, because when we tested this, mm -hmm. when we tested that swath and we tested the no toil back in the day. We washed, we, we would spray the filter aggressively and then see if it caused any problems. And you had to really, you had to literally take a pressure washer and run it across, which even in an oiled, an air filter that had oil in it, if you, if you, if you, if the filter was dirty and you pressure washed it like that, it would push the dirt in through the filter. So no the water splashing on the filter under normal usage under normal washing is not a problem with any filter that we found, even ones that are cleaned with only water, even ones that are cleaned or biodegradable or so whatnot. I've, I've used quite a bit of that. No toil. If it sits for a long time, you got to probably re-oil it. Kind of dries out. Hence, little, right? hence my, hence my say, if right. you, if you change your filters often, like, you can probably get two. It depends on the atmosphere and then how dry it is and all this humidity, all these different things. If you change your filter often enough, but if you don't, the the what we'll call the the agents they put in it to help the 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 oil, for lack of a better term, spread around, um, tends to be kind of hard on the the filter material and or the plastic and different stuff, and it cause it to stick. It can get sticky, and when it sits. If you if you just let it sit, it seems like it, it has a reaction. Hard, doesn't it? The, it, the foam kind of gets hard. Depends on the, whatever they're yeah. using to to. And that's to, neglect. I mean, whatever it's the medium like I'm is. Sat in a bike for eighteen months or something that I didn't. Right, ride. and then and then you go pull it, and all of a sudden the cage is stuck to the filter, yeah. and the filter stuck to the rim of the airbox, and. But pretty, it's pretty affordable, and it's easy to use. I like yeah. to clean up. And, yeah, and 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 know. some of the some filters, and even some petroleum based lubricant filters dry out over time. You know, you, you imagine it's like running a hairdryer out here, especially in the summer. It's like running a hairdryer through your filter. And, and it, it, it does do that. It tends to, the oily ones tend to stay a little bit longer as a generalization, but that's, uh, that's down at the bottom there, Matt. What is, I'm getting ready for my first desert rate in Ridgecrest riding an FE 501 and starting in vet sportsman. He's a new bracer. Got any advice for preparation for race day? Um, drink lots of water. Water Michael. and electrolytes. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they need. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I should have brought, I got to bring my gold medal to put up there with your ISDEs. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it, uh, uh, <laughs> you're going to pound so many hoops. I hope you've been doing your squats. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Hey, you know, hopefully, yeah, I, I, I'm stoked that you're going out and racing. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Just make friends. Um, have a good time. Don't, don't expect glory in the beginning. Well, just, my limited racing experience, my advice would be let everybody go ahead of you. Uh-huh. You know, let the dust settle and then take off and be in a class where there are no other people. And you can get a gold medal. 
That's not that's that's not how that's I got my advice. That's uh, not how I got gold medals. Just George, go for a trail ride. I like it's, Craig's advice. Yeah, but mine's bigger than your ISDs. I mean, it Craig looks, Craig it Albert says flooded. bring bring a slower friend. Yeah, yeah, bring a slower friend so you can say I beat you. Is that like Disneyland? Don't they bring a slower friend to get to the head of the line? Weren't they doing that for a while? <laughs> Oh. We should yeah. go to Disneyland, Jimmy. <laughs> you mean You'll you, get you're me gonna in take front of every line? You take me, okay? <laughs> no, I'll get you arrested there. <laughs> okay, motorcycle. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, at George at ESP. If you're gonna get your bike lowered, I'd recommend him. He's really good at it, and he he knows he knows all the stuff I'm talking about. And you'll talk to him, and he'll talk you out of everything I told you about lowering a bike, and you'll have a lowered bike. That's a really good, um, really good point there, San Felipe Bay Bob. So um, lowered CRF to 30. You should get a bigger wife. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always say. Uh, any anything, anything else? Are we, are we about ready to wrap this thing up? I think we're, I think we're good. Because we did kill this bottle. Um, thank you, uh, Chris from Rottweiler Performance, for recommending that. The Loma Azul. They have an Anejo Reposado and... The silver, which I'm going to hit here right on the end of the yeah. show. Uh, George wants a little bit more. Logan, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll, we'll work on your puberty voice uh, recorder <laughs> thingamajigger over here. Yeah, dial that out over there. There's got to be a way to synthesize <laughs> yeah. that right out. Get them into, you know, early teens, you know, late teens. Hey, you know, the biggest problem I've had in my um, last week is I haven't been able to ride my YZ125. The YZ125 is the most fun 125 two-stroke I've ridden in the last year because it's the only 125 two-stroke I've ridden in the last year. And whether it's my old one from 2005 or the brand new 2022 YZ125 with amazing new engine, mm -hmm. they give you a little bit more top end mm -hmm. and they didn't sacrifice too much bottom. The suspension is better. The ergonomics package is amazing. The bike looks cool. It looks like the four strokes now. It's a really good bike. You can't plug the power tuner into it. That'd be the only way they could make this bike better. And I'm pissed off because it hasn't rained so I can go rip sand tracks on that bike. Because if it was wet, that would be my first choice to take out even above my Husaberg 570. Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big thing. So if you're interested in this bike, check out yamahamotorsports.com and find your YZ and entry victory enter entry enter. Do you want me to read that today. while you slur your words there? It's it's rough. I'm I, I had a long day. I've started early, right, Matt? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We've we've had a long day in here, but we we managed to accomplish our task. Yep. Also, like to thank Climb. I didn't wear any climb gear today. I don't think I wore a single climb product today. And that's, I almost brought just a Jersey out because all I brought for this trip was a bunch of Carhartt stuff. Uh -huh. And I didn't have any dirt bike test or branded, you know, something I'd wear on the show and the Jimmy Lewis hat. And I was just going to pull a ride Jersey or a jacket. Cause I've got their raincoat too. I got a lot of climb stuff. It's good. Um, yeah, no, I, I like their stuff. I, 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 Logan, what do you think about wearing a Jersey on the show? Is it cool? For George? They would be. Okay. For, yeah, next time. Yeah. Bring, your, bring your jersey in. Climb jerseys. Yeah. Always welcome here in the show. I um, look like a rider. Scott Sports. I've been wearing Scott Sport goggles since I was Logan's age racing mini bikes, And I still wear them today. Taco Moto Co. for sponsoring Roosterendo. Thanks uh, to those guys. DDC Sprockets. 
Who else George. we got to thank? George. George. Um, I always get yeah. left off the sponsor list. But you're you're on still the got skin in the game. Yeah, but you haven't um, you haven't paid up, have you? Did we have we received the money? We did. No, yeah, my money's yeah. He paid first, way. and then we. He paid for did, where did he hand did he hand me money or you money? Yeah, you some, money. Somebody gave me like four hundred dollars in tips at the last school, and I I just turned it in. <laughs> and I probably gave it right back out. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's it. That's our that's our sponsor list, as far as I can tell. Um, so thank you guys for joining. Tell a friend. Hey, we need to grow the numbers. We passed fifteen thousand people on the uh, on the Facebooks or no YouTube's. YouTube. YouTube's. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're going up there. Our podcasts are getting downloaded a lot. The old episodes, a lot of people are going back and listening to the old episodes. Those numbers keep improving. So you can realize that we haven't improved and then you need to come on the show and tell us how to make this better. So with that, for Logan, for Matt, for George, for Andrew Short, I'd like to say thank you very much and we will uh, see you out in the trail.